Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's Reality Bites. Every week on the Believe Podcast Network, I sit down with one of my famous or not sports-loving, lawn-mowing, beard-chugging guy friends who I force to sit and watch what most men are forced to sit and watch by a loved one multiple times a week in this great country of ours, reality television. Most men pretend not to like it or admit that they watch it, but I force them to talk about it on Reality Bites. I'm Rob Evers, your sports-loving, beard-chugging, girl-chasing host who just happens to be obsessed with reality TV. Today's guest is Brett Gursky. He's a writer, director, and producer, also just an all-around great guy. His credits include Closing Time, which he wrote and directed, starring Ben Savage, Ryan Rotman, and Juliana Guil. He also directed a movie called Graffiti, starring Cassie Skirbo, Tanner Anderson, and the late, great John Hurd, who you might know from such movies as Big, Awakenings, and obviously is the dad from Home Alone. He produced the recent Netflix hit, which garnered a lot of attention, American Meme, uh, which featured Paris Hilton, Dane Cook, DJ Khaled, and a little girl that is known as Haley Bieber. I don't know if you guys have heard of her. And uh, Brett, why don't you tell us a little bit about your upcoming projects that you have? Upcoming? A couple things in the works. Uh, There's a romantic comedy called Time After Time, based on a graphic novel called Clock Block. Nice. uh, That I wrote and I'll be directing. Um, There is a movie I wrote called Velvet Ropes. That's kind of a passion project of mine that I'd like to direct, which is my ode to L.A. nightlife. Nice. I I always say it's like Boogie Nights, but L.A. nightlife instead of porn. All right. Which is kind of porn. Could be. Yeah, it's it's pretty... Graphic. Pretty close. Yeah. And I'm also producing a movie called Relentless, which is about uh, the life story of an NFL football player named Vernon Turner. Oh, yeah. That we're doing. Very yeah. cool. Now, tell us about American Meme. That got a lot of attention. American Meme got a lot of attention, thankfully, because it was on Netflix. Uh, it sold at the Tribeca Film Festival to Netflix. And uh-huh. you realize the power of Netflix when you have a project there because the day it came out, December 7th, it was in everybody's home. At the same time, 192 countries, 150 million people. Wow. And you start to just see the Instagrams and Instagram stories pop up of people watching it in their bed. Because normally when a movie comes out, you have to ask people to go to the theater to see right, it and right. hope that they do or buy it on iTunes. Right. But everyone already subscribes to Netflix. And, now, and, that's, and that's about Paris. It's about basically being social like media. a social media, famous person on social media Fame, and like yeah. what, it, what it garners coming with. And yeah. Obviously, Paris Hilton is somebody that is famous for being famous. Yeah. She was like one of the first reality stars with Simple Life. Uh-huh. Um, so she fits into the Reality Bites theme. But my friend Bert Marcus uh, directed American Meme, and it's a play on American Dream. And, uh, you know, the new American Dream is to become famous on social media right? And or reality TV. So he also directed a bunch of documentaries. One of them is called Champs with Mike Tyson. Uh, and, you know, like three years ago, he came to me and he was like, who do we know that, you know, got famous on social media or who uses social media for their You're like, I know everybody. Business. Yeah, basically, <laughs> I know everybody. We went through my phone, you know, one by one, person by person, and we hit them up and we were like, do you want to be a part of this? I'm producing a documentary about fame and social media. So who did you go to? Like, and, who was the first person you went to? Uh, one of the first people I thought of was Dane Cook because he used MySpace to catapult his stand-up comedy career. I didn't know that. Yeah, he had been touring for 11 years, and then once MySpace came out... Which which, which pretty much, that's his whole 
base audience was like those well, he, people that he got so popular with kids. colleges and uh-huh. college students on MySpace that he was, you know, getting requested to tour colleges. And then from there he went to arenas and he really took off because of MySpace. He talks about it in the movie. And my friend Brittany Furlan, who used Vine to kind of get herself known, these six second videos. I don't even know what Vine is. Yeah, well, she had six billion loops, which oh was like God. the most of anybody. Now, was it, wait, is that like, can you? Can a loop you... is basically, so the six second video plays. And but it, if you watch the six second video twice, does yeah. that count as two loops? Two loops, yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, so you know, so one person billion. could have watched it six billion times. <laughs> Technically, yes. <laughs> but you know, she talks about it. She was the first one to hit it, and then you know, King Batch came in and Lele Pons, and they started you know hitting her records. But what she was the fuck? What are you? She was what the, the first. Fuck are you doing six that six billion videos. people want to see? I what know. are you doing? Are you like? Are you like having sex with a no, goat no, or something? No, like, they're like little not that skits. six billion billion people want to no, see that. These but. six second skits, which there is something about it—the fact that they can tell a story in six seconds, a beginning, middle, and end—that right. quickly, it's kind of interesting. But you know, Vine is no longer; it was bought out by its competition. But uh, she became famous that way, and she, that became and then, what, she, her then what do you do? You transfer to Instagram or something? Well, it does go to Instagram, but you know, acting and and then so Paris Hilton was in this, and she's been kind of gone recently right because well, i haven't heard of anything from her she's huge still around the world so she travels like 250 days a year what she djs in every country paris hilton's a dj she's a dj i actually saw her it's dj just, it's her name dj paris hilton <laughs> just paris hilton i actually saw her dj in Cannes. i was out there for the Cannes film festival Cannes, Ohio? a few years ago no i heard that's beautiful France. this time of year yeah oh, okay um and she you know there was a club called vip and she was djing and everyone had these glow sticks that said paris hilton on them and then they put us in this little VIP section away from everybody, and I got a chance to talk to her about it. I've known her since I was in New York in the summer of 2000, interning at Tommy Hilfiger. That's so crazy, because um, this girl couldn't buy like a, a, a milkshake in the town like for a couple of years. Oh, there. right. Like, literally was, millions of milkshakes, remember? Yeah. Um, no, but, I just literally... Well, I said milkshake randomly. What's no, millions of milkshakes? There was this place that oh, yeah, they, millions would, of milkshakes. They, would name, yeah. they would name milkshakes after celebrities. They and named then one get, after Paris Hilton? I'm sure, and the Kardashians. Oh, and they yeah. would get a picture of you like going there oh my god but anyway i said to her i was like what's the plan with all this you're so worldwide famous and she's like i want to be elizabeth taylor and she didn't mean the acting side of it she meant the branding side of it just smart and the you know products and so now she has 19 perfumes which are all best-selling fragrances she has a line of do we know what those perfumes are like do they say by paris hilton yeah i'm sure and they all have names yeah if you watch so crazy watch the documentary you'll see how much money i know i just outed myself that i haven't seen your documentary but her it's very easy to find on netflix (laughs) but her um you see how much each business generates, um, and you'll have a whole newfound respect for her as a businesswoman. She really was the first, you know, well, I mean, of her kind. When you do porn, that's the next step. Look at Kim Kardashian. You you go from you know. Well, I think it's different. Those were like homemade private sex tapes that yeah, leaked. Leaking's a strong. But I don't word. I don't think of them as doing porn. But yeah, I mean, yeah. they did have sex tapes that leaked. That was like before you could get porn all the time everywhere, and they had sex tapes that leaked. Well, and Pamela and Tommy Lee were first, and then Paris, and then, right. then Kim. Right. Pamela's only mistake was not making perfume. <laughs> right. She still could. Or, or an app. It's or not like too late. Yeah, yeah. Right. But, she decided to snort perfume. Or I, Did she? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just but you know back then like a lot of drugs. You know, 
Instagram had Instagram been around when Simple Life was going on, right? It would have been massive, right? And she still has like ten million now. But you basically in the documentary you get to see how she connects with fans around the world through social media. That's crazy because social media is now like the biggest platform. I mean, look at these people. You get paid so much money for just doing like sponsored content. Oh yeah, on they talk about now. that. People talk about how much they make hundred thousand a post. I mean, we're all the stars of our own reality show now. Like we put out Instagram stories all day long about what we're doing, where we are, and, you know... Which is funny. It was a good segue, Brett. Thank yes. you very much. But it's funny <laughs> that you can... That you, like... you People still turn in, like me. Like, all right, so, like, I don't watch... I don't watch Instagram stories. I mean, I... I you must. I watch my friends' Instagram no, stories. No, your friends. That's what but I, mean. I don't go out of my way to, like... I wouldn't, like, look up Paris Hilton and, like, wonder what she's doing. But if you followed her, you, you'd see it. Right, but that's what I mean. Like... I'd still tune in. I'm, you know, old, so I still tune in every day to my television set, and those are the people that I watch do their reality. That's why I love reality TV so right. much. Instagram's too reality. It's too too right. real. Like when you, know? you do karaoke right. and you put it in your stories, everyone's watching it. That's your version of your reality show. Kind yeah, of, I guess your karaoke night. So, so transitioning over into the reality world, yes. what is your relationship with reality TV? So it's interesting. My relationship with reality TV, I would say initially started probably the same as yours real world on mtv uh, was yeah, the yeah. first uh -huh. i was fascinated mm -hmm. real world season one new york new york city julie and eric knees mm -hmm. he was like the first reality star yeah and i'm from new jersey and he used to make club appearances around new jersey it was a huge deal people would go because eric knees would be there right uh, and then he got his because you couldn't you grind. couldn't go on instagram and see him. oh there was no other way right so you had to go meet. and see him in person right and he'd host nights at clubs and he was the first kind of reality star to me. But uh, then, you know, then they did the season two was in Los Angeles where I always wanted to be one day. So right. followed that. And then San Francisco, I was hooked on the real world. For and then sure. Road Rules started. And then Road Rules started. Mark Long that first season. Yeah. Mark. Cat. Cat. Who's Kit, still, no, who's Kit still, Hoover, Kit, Kit, Hoover. Kit. She's, like she's still doing the host stuff. of Access Hollywood. Yeah. Access Live. Yeah. And so that was back when it could catapult you into like a whole other career, you know, right. Jacinda Barrett. And Jamie Chung, they yeah. were on there. And that's the thing is that like people like, oh no, they would know you from that. But the older generations didn't know them from that. No, so you then had when, to right. carve your own path. You didn't have an Instagram account. But then to they help realized that they the had fame. like fans. Right. And then like that would like help yeah. swirl. I think out. a great example, Elizabeth Hasselbeck, you know, was on Survivor and then she became the host of the view. Like right. you know, it's almost like now you've been put in the spotlight, you have to figure it out on your own. Right. You didn't have the Instagram and the Twitter to help. Um, but I would say Real World, World Rules was first. There was something voyeuristic about it, the social experiment of it. And then to take it one step further, I was on board with Big Brother on CBS. Well, that's how we got to know each yes, other really but well. But since season one, episode one, hooked. I was living in New York City that summer when it premiered, and it was a summer show. And I just couldn't believe... What was that, 2000? 2000. And right. I couldn't believe that it was basically the real world, but unedited. So like... You know, real world, we'd see it months later. This was going to be in real time. They were being filmed 24-7, cameras everywhere, cut off from the world, no phones, no you know communication with your family, nothing. Right. You could only communicate with the people in the house. Right. That blew my mind because it was real world to the next level. Right. And then I was hooked season one, but you didn't watch season one. I didn't start. I was a late bloomer to, to the Big Brother world, right. and I'm pissed that I was okay. because I I've missed so much. I've seen every so. single episode, 20 seasons of Big Brother. <laughs> he's, so, he's so determined while he's telling me this right now. He's I, Brett's staring me dead in it's, the eye. Well, like, because I almost, he might as well I'm be ashamed. saying, I'm going to rip your fucking no, 
talking I'm head off. I'm ashamed of it, but also proud of it. It's right. a huge accomplishment to right. keep up with that show. Right. Three times a week on CBS. Plus, you know, on CBS All Access, you can watch 24-7, the live feed. Right. It's a huge commitment. Then there's a show, but they Big didn't Brother have that. After Dark. They didn't Dark. have that when it first started, no, no, no. right? And then Big Brother After Dark was much later. Right. But, you know, it's a huge, huge commitment when right. you get into it. Uh, but what's which which yes. I will be I will be bringing Brett back to talk about Big Brother once Big Brother starts this yes. summer because so Brett and I started watching Big Brother well I started late when did you start what season I think I started in like thirteen or something oh, wow. like that yeah it was late because you had, remember you had to go back and tell me to watch well 10. I made you watch ten yeah, and you, eleven yeah. and twelve you made me watch a bunch of them but uh, what I want to say about season one the fact that I stuck with it is mind boggling because season one there was no conflict in the house there was no HOH there was no POV what it was America voted you out so you would just be in a house all week like fish in a fishbowl we would watch you and then we'd call in vote someone out they'd find out and then they'd just leave so you wouldn't even there's know no why conflict. you were reading no being and there's, no, there's nothing then to fight about what's the point to even like have conspiracies and like there's groups nothing. And, and there's there were no alliances it was literally just America votes you out you wait to hear nothing went on all week they literally just lost their minds there was a guy Chicken George there was a woman Karen she was the mom figure okay. and Eddie with one leg, he won. Okay, all right. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> the fact that I stuck with it, season two is when it really took off. Will Kirby, who's a legend, Mike Boogie, who we know. Right. And that's when HOH, Head of Households, was introduced. POV, Power of Veto, and that's when it really took off. And then season 10, where I made you start when you had mm-hmm. to go back, was when Dan Geesling just crushed and Brett's, the game. Brett's dropping these names because he knows these people. Oh, yeah. And that's well, one if of the... I respect your Big Brother game, I have to befriend you once you get out right. of the house. Right, and, and going back to the social media thing, you oh, can't yeah. just follow somebody. like in, And they, they don't know who's a fan. They don't know who's been watching. Right. They don't they can't say, like, oh, I have this many followers, <laughs> right. so like I'm this popular right now. Right, they don't know. They only know by you coming up and saying, well, hey, I'm Brett Gersky. I loved you on season 10 of Well, you know Big this Brother. from real world, you know, in the Saddle Ranch days. Yeah. But basically, L.A. is where you end up after reality TV if you want to continue to try to make it in the business. So you and I are out here in L.A. already. So right. we meet these people fresh off the boat. I worked at a, uh, Brett's referring to, I worked at this place called Saddle Ranch out here on Sunset Boulevard. And it was basically the home for for reality wayward stars. reality stars where they would come. And they knew that people were getting off the bus from like <laughs> middle America right in front of Saddle Ranch right. and would come through there. So they would get seen all the time. So I, I mean, I knew everybody from those shows back then. Right. Like so, that's all I hung out with. Exactly. So us being in LA, we're like the welcoming committee yeah. for people when they get out of the Big Brother When house, they get out of any kind of reality TV. Any reality show. And we become their friends because I think they respect the fact that we watched it. Right. And we appreciated their gameplay. Right. Like if I don't like you in the Big Brother house, I'm not going to befriend you in the real world. I take it that seriously. Yeah, I've, I've I seen to, it. I have to I've respect your game. <laughs> to be friends with you but you know uh but we do kind of welcome them and try to guide them and then what happens is they end up texting you when they come to town or move to town because you're someone that they trust and want to be friends with so the roles kind of reverse so i got into big brother and brett and i i forget how did we know how did we figure out that we knew that we watched Big Brother? probably through missy roney ali roney we've got a group chat with the roney sisters because they're also addicted and um ali's seen every episode both of them have different last names now so we have to call them different last names (laughs) they're married they're both married um they'll always be the roney sisters so uh so brett and i but brett and i both worked in the night scene mm-hmm. sounds shady and uh brett missy and Allie would go to bed early and we right. had like, this group chat 
and Brett and I would just be awake at three o'clock in the morning watching live feeds of Big Brother and just texting each other from like two a.m. to like six a.m. Right. sometimes but whenever they would go to bed. If people were having sex in the house, I would get a text from Rob. Turn <laughs> on, turn on Big Brother live feeds like camera four. Okay, well now let's move well, on. Those to... are like then you find out who's hooking up in the house. It's, it's true, but the there was story. other stuff going on yes. too. I wasn't just scoping for the sex. But what was interesting? No, no, no. But that's worthy <laughs> of texting. Right. But what was interesting is you know Missy and Allie would maybe wake up earlier than we did. Right. So somebody was monitoring what was going on in the house 24-7 yeah. on the group chat sharing, and you'd wake yeah. up to text from other people. But okay. I do I do want to say one more thing, yeah. is that Big Brother Season 10, then, this will, then we'll talk about Big Brother another time, but I went to the live taping of the finale, and mm-hmm. I was put in the front row right behind Julie Chen mm-hmm. when Dan Giesling won, and that's when everybody, it took 10 seasons for everyone to find out I was like a super they fan. They saw you of Big on Brother. TV. Lance Bass and his assistant Lisa called me, and they're like, are you? Did you go to Big Brother? I was like, yeah. They're like, we saw you front row. We love it too. Ugh. And so ever since season ten, I felt free to talk about Big Brother. And then there's a whole subculture, Jamie Sigler. Yeah, yeah. Jamie and met. I, Jamie and I met, and we're going to um, be judges on our own reality TV eventually. Yeah, yes. competition program. But we yeah, decided that there's a subculture out here of of Big Brother super fans. Yes, and well, the, well, so that opened up the whole reality world to you. Yes. You're out now. Oh, You're everybody out knows. reality. Yeah, yes. everybody well, knows. I, well, I will say, Big Brother then led to. Uh, you know, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Right. That was when I was still Thank in college. Thank you for admitting that. Yeah. Well, I took a lot of time off in between, and then I've recently come back to it. Right. Because of Bachelor in Paradise. Which is good. Yes. So I'll admit that. But that started in college, just again, out of curiosity. What is this show? One guy? <laughs> it's, it's just the way that we're talking about it right now. It's, it's like, like a, you have to have, dabbling a, have you had the conversation with your parents right, that you watch exactly. reality TV well, yet? Well, because one guy dating 25 women, it was revolutionary at the time, you know? And it was fascinating. It started with, Joe do you want to, no, do you want to marry a millionaire? Oh. That's thought, what, oh. I well, think that's what it was. I, I mean, then. Who wants to marry a millionaire? Then I moved to LA and the hot show the summer I moved here was American Idol. So that became a new kind of thing. Then Laguna Beach, then the hills. And then again, working in nightlife and being in LA in the scene, you became friends with everyone on the show. Laguna Beach and the hills is the original Vanderpump and of all Of course. That stuff, and so right. Kristen Cavallari became a very good friend of mine, Talon and right. everybody from those shows. And so, you know, my real life started blending in with the hills because the parties I was throwing were the parties they were going to on the hills. So I would say my relationship with Big Brother has evolved, uh, with Big Brother, with reality TV has yeah. evolved from real world to now all the way we can bring it back to Summer House, which is like the new version of the real world. Right. Putting people in a house and seeing what happens. There you go. Very there good segue, Brad. That was, that was a nice 17-minute turnaround there. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, so it is exactly it. Now we're putting people in a house. We're not doing the, we're not doing the Big Brother 24 7. But we, it seems like they do have cameras. They have cameras in, in there, but, but like, we they can't just kind of, yeah, yeah, you can't like see them walking around yeah. naked, even though they are. And so the difference I mean? here is these people know each other. Real world was always seven strangers. Right. These people know each other, so they come into the house with drama already. Right. Big Brother was strangers. Real world was strangers. Yes. They came in and they Summer tried to get people, they, they were like, let's cast the African American yeah. guy that hates gay people token, and the yeah. very proud gay guy from Puerto Rico. Right. Right. San Francisco. That was right. San Francisco. Of course, Pedro and, then, and Puck. Yeah. And then, um, but this one, like, they all know each other. Yeah. All right. So the, we're in season three of yes. Summer House. Yes. Right? There was season one, season two, which is usually how one how numbers work. Yes. <laughs> um, season one was like, all right. So season one, they kind of threw it at us like it was a 
spinoff or like uh, spinoff from Vanderpump. Kind of, yes. Because they, what they did was they had these twin girls, the Workus sisters. The Workus Circus. The Workus Circus, the worstest circus, <laughs> those two, come and like visit uh, Stasi Schroeder at um, Cirque. Right, she was friends with them in New York. Or she something. met them in New York while she was there sometime. Yeah. They, they hit it off, she became friends. They came and visited her. And then they're like, you should come visit us at our house in the Hamptons right. one day. And then I think the first episode of Summer House, the Vanderpump I don't think it was Kids the first. I think they had, like they showed them in, the in pool, like they had like a couple something. episodes, and then all of a sudden, um, who went up to visit? I think it was like Shayna went up to visit Stasi, Stasi, yeah. uh, Dodie, and Katie. I think the girls right. went. The girls went. Right. He knew the girls, and that's when Kyle Cook said that you remind me of Steve Jobs, and to he couldn't rem- to Stasi because oh, she was wearing that bathing suit right. that like was like, like a way up her, the turtleneck, and he was like, "You remind me of Steve Jobs." Well, the thing with because he couldn't remember her name either. That's right. The thing with Summer House was I pr- might not have watched it otherwise, but the reason I watched it is I have two friends on it. On what? On, on, on Summer, Summer House. House, right? So Carl Radke is a fellow Syracuse guy like you and me, right? So I've known Carl for years. Uh, he lived in L.A. He used to live in L.A. Now he lives in New York, right? And then Lindsay Hubbard. She also lived in L.A. She worked at a company called Fingerprint. We were good friends. We did an, a whole kind of... Lindsay lived in L.A.? Yeah. And we did a whole summer activation together. She worked for Jessica Mizell's at Fingerprint Get you know, when she started in the PR world. Right. Now she owns her own PR company. But Lindsay and I did this muscle milk fitness retreat for an entire summer. Ugh. Where we would get no, we would get like no muscle milk. It's only I only drink Truly on here. Uh, okay. Truly is truly That'll better be than muscle milk. But they did sponsor <laughs> this fitness retreat, and I did this thing like a celebrity three on three basketball tournament, where like I had all my friends make a team of three, and it went to charity. So and, you and Lindsay did that. So me and Lindsay did that, and we became good friends. And then you and Carl were college. Together. Were college, yeah. Right. And Lindsay and I always had like a flirtation, oh. I think. But then she moved to New York. Uh-huh. But anyway, the fact... She's your summer camp girlfriend? No, could really have like If she stayed other. here. We did have a cute flirtation. Did you guys she ever stayed. make out? I don't think so. We Brett, did you guys ever close, make out? You came I don't close. Know, How do you come um, close to making out with somebody? <laughs> uh, no, we're, we're friends. And so, you know, when I... All of a sudden, I didn't even know about Summer House. Lindsay and Carl were posting on their Instagrams, you know, we're on this new reality How did, show. Did, did, how did Carl and Lindsay know each other? I guess from New York. Or, or maybe they met season one. I don't know. Now they're very close. Now right. they're like the stars of the show. Right. They're like the leads. Um, but uh, Lindsay and Carl were posting, we're doing this show. So I watched the trailer. I was like, wait, that's intriguing. And I think the reason I started watching it is because I was friends with well, them of going into it. Of course. But then I was hooked. And now I've watched every episode of all three seasons. Right. And that's why I'm able to talk about it And that's why you're here sitting across from exactly. me in this abode. Yes. Um, so the Workus sisters, it was them. It was this guy named Stephen McGee mm-hmm. who sucked. You didn't and like him. I didn't like him. I, I, well, you know, at first I was like, okay, this guy's fun. But he was just so – there was so much drama with him but not in like the – Kyle Amanda way, do you know what I mean? Or not like in the like Carl a Debbie or, Downer kind of way? Yeah. It, and like the, it was, he was just very like, wah, wah, right. wah, meh, meh. everything sucks. Nah, my life's horrible. And, right. but, and uh, I mean, he had to go through some stuff. He was the homosexual character, mm-hmm. well, not character, but so homosexual castmate, right. who hadn't come out to his parents because his parents are very Christian from the South. Right. Right. And he had a hard time doing that. That was all season two. That was season two. That but was he also made himself that. unlikable because he would like bitch so much. Yeah. And he so also. You, we wanted to cheer for him, but then you didn't. Like he would yeah. go on dates with guys in New York, and he'd, and he'd be like, 
So what do you do? Mm. Like that was his whole attitude. And you're like, why, do, why am I watching this person? Yeah. Which is why I think he's not on the, he didn't come back for season three. No. Well, he also got involved in the Carl Workus relationship storyline. He right. like revealed secret information about right. Carl to the and girl. And I feel like he, the Workus, they're twins. And they are, I mean, just, they're like wrecking balls, those two. <laughs> one of them's Where'd married. You, you and I, don't, I didn't know. I was just waiting. But one of them. He was looking at me like, what's he going to say? What's the next word out of his mouth? But one of them got married and like stayed on the West Coast right. in season two. And only one of them. Right. Lauren came back. Right. Lauren and Carl had a, had a relationship season off of two. between season one and season two. Because the, they met on season one. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Carl was. Everett and Kyle's friend that they brought on. Okay. So then Lindsay right. met Carl through right. Everett. And Lindsay's was, and Lindsay, your friend Lindsay, was dating somebody named Everett. Season one. Who was in the ROT, who was in the, in the, uh, the Iraq, I think. Wasn't he in the Army or the Air Force? He was in something. Right. And uh, he, um, they fought all the time. They loved each other. You could tell right. they loved each other, but then they would get drunk and get into horrible fights. Yes. Um, and then there was this girl named Christina Gibson who was Lindsay's roommate who just also sucked. Lindsay's roommate in New York City. Right. And at the house. Yeah. I'm one of those people that I'm like, I, you, like, I'll get behind characters. And even if they're like mean or they cause drama or whatever, like, I'm not like, oh, they don't suck. They're just good TV. Right. Christina sucked. Stephen McGee sucked. Right. And the, it's also and, like, and the Workers Sisters were hard to watch because they would just complain all the time too. It was a it lot was a of lot. like That's East Coast thing. whining. Carl and Lindsay kept me watching it. But, you know, it and is Kyle a, and Kyle and, yeah, and Kyle is good. Kyle's great. Kyle's good TV. But uh, it's almost like you're living in this amazing summer house in the Hamptons. What are you complaining about? Yeah, complain back in New York. It's all partying for three days straight. Yeah, you don't need. We don't need to hear any Complaints, anything about right. that. And Christina wanted to be an entertainment host, and her attitude was just not good. You're like you're trying to parlay this into a entertainment reporter career. Yeah, and you're just not you know a cheerful person. So. So that was season one and season two. Yes. We had those guys. We kind of dropped. So season two, we dropped off somebody. Oh, Everett, because they broke up. And they brought Danielle on. And they brought Danielle, who used to hang out with Carl. Right. So they wanted Carl to have like, like a that kind of tension love in the house. triangle with Lauren Workers, Danielle, and Carl. And then they brought in another one of Carl's friends named Am- Amit. Oh, right. Amit. Oh, yeah. Amit. Amit. Yeah. He's not Amit. there now. No, because he was boring. <laughs> I didn't even realize I'm, he wasn't there. I, I, I Six really episodes do, in, I didn't realize he wasn't back. I really do like this. Sh- yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I really, I really do like this show, but like their casting hasn't been great until season three. Season three. Season three, with the exception of Jordan. You hate Jordan. Not a fan. Yeah. Everyone else in the house. Yeah. I'm into it. So why don't you then do me the favor and kind of run through their? So we have. So all right. So this season we have. Carl and Lindsay coming back. Yes. Who, in case you guys haven't heard, they, Brett's friends with. <laughs> yeah, stars of the show to yeah. me. Carl and Lindsay coming back. Danielle's back. Danielle's back. Right. But she and Carl have nothing. Nothing to do with each other. Yeah, anymore. it's like that they was, never. That, that was over in season two. Yeah. We're, and we're not talking about the, that season. Um, Kyle, Kyle. Kyle's back. And Amanda. Well, now, so explain Amanda. Okay, so Amanda's like a 25 year old uh, graphic designer. Correct. And in season one, Kyle and Amanda had been dating for a while, but they didn't like, but like Kyle wanted his space. Kyle wanted to be fun, Kyle. So he right. would like sometimes call her up to hook up. I think it was more of like a right. hookup. She was like in the Hamptons, but at a different house. Right. She was in the Hamptons, but also in New York, they just kind of like hooked up. She right. was like that girl that was like fun, right. that they dated for a little bit, but there wasn't like. 
Right. They like would date for like three months and then he would be like, I want to be fun Kyle. And but then, she moved into the house season two or she kind of just stayed with him. She stayed with him more season right. two. Right. Now she's a regular house. Yeah. She mate. would be over there more often season two. Uh, yeah. I like Amanda. She's a good I think character. Amanda's great. Yeah. But the, the whole thing with Kyle and Amanda, Kyle. Kyle to me might be the drunkest person ever seen on reality TV. You think that he might... That's what I was trying to get at. You well, think that he might be... The drunkest person we're ever allowed to see on reality TV because... For not person, because we, we did watch uh, MTV... A Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. Right. Yes. So Jersey Shore, yes, they got very drunk. Those and, and they would get into fights. But that's almost different. Like, think about Snooki back in the day. Right, when she got punched and but stuff. But as yes. far as like a guy... A guy on reality TV... That's not... That's not so, uh, no offense to the Jersey Shore people. I watched that show too and I love it. A guy that's supposed to get his have his shit together, right? Gets that's an hammered. entrepreneur, right? That gets, gets that him, and I think that's Amanda's issue. Well, here, well, the thing is, it's it's like on a show like The Bachelor, or The Bachelorette. Yes, they drink a lot of champagne right. and stuff. As I pop my truly <laughs> <you> open, pop, <laughs> getting third, very method. Fourth. But um, you know, on a show like that, they're drinking champagne. They're you know. And they get drunk, but they still have, like, the producers need them to get through with, like, a rose ceremony. There's, like, something they have to do. Right. On Summer House, we're just voyeuristically watching them just get hammered at parties and strip around the house and sleep together. And it's a totally different vibe. They can literally get as drunk as possible. No one's intervening. Well, in season two, I think Amanda was very, like, um, having a fun. She was, like, the fun girl. Right. Right? But then she also started seeing how drunk Kyle was getting. Right. Like, did he piss on a bus at one point? Something like that, Did he piss like on, yeah. like, a party bus going to, like, the winery? Right. Or, like, one well, of those Well, together parties? they used to drink. I mean, there's a lot of nudity on the show with Amanda and Kyle. Right, right, like, right always right. naked and right. wasted. But he gets so drunk. Yeah, he puts on makeup. He just, like, he's just not in a bar doing <laughs> fist pumping and slapping the ground right. when the bass hits. He gets drunk. He's, like, at a nice Hamptons house. Right. Didn't he ruin a pool? Wasn't there a pool that something, got ruined or yeah. something? So like, but th- but think, that gets him in trouble with her, right? So you can explain that, right? Well, well so so okay. So let's do you want to do you talk about their jobs? Let's talk about their jobs, okay. and then we'll talk about all the new cast, okay? Well, okay, because we haven't talked about the new cast, right? Yet. Exactly. We just talked about three. Kyle and Amanda, Carl right. and Lindsay. Those are the right. people that are back from the old seasons, right? So on the current season, we have Carl, who it says e-commerce salesman. Okay. So I'm friends with Carl, and I don't know what that means. I mean, I know he's involved in, like, Spot Fund. He actually is really successful. I don't even know what Spot Fund is. No, but on the show, they kind of make him out to be struggling. And But in real life, right. I feel like he's successful. And Well, in season two, he was doing some sort of sales dental job. Dental sales, right. like teeth whitening equipment. Okay. Um, so he had that job. I'm not okay. sure what they... It, I just like on the show, every time their name comes up, their occupation is underneath. Uh-huh. It's kind of like on Bachelor. It'll be like... Social media participant. Emu owner. Right. But I'm yeah. like, we're all social media participants. That's not a job title. Right. Um, under Lindsay's name, it says publicist, which is true. Okay. So she's a, give but her she, that. But she, now she owns her own business. Owns her own publicity firm, does really well, you know, has her clients are nightclubs and restaurants. And, and to be fair, she's the only one on the show where like her job actually affects the weekend Absolutely. and what they're doing because yeah. they'll have events that she's put together that they have to go to. Exactly. Like she has clients that are restaurants and chefs and then she'll have them do the food right. at an event in the Hamptons. So it's, so she's probably profiting the most as far as on the show from being on the show. Totally, yeah. And because I she's think, like, I'm going to be holding a thing. There's going to be TV cameras there. I'm going to exactly. talk about you. Exactly. My friend Mara and Sean Wing, who was on last week, yes. they do this uh, app called The Cove, which is a new dating app. Oh, and Lindsay does and the Lizzie, PR. And Lindsay does the PR and had the owner on and, and all that other stuff. And exactly. they mentioned it on there. Well, that's what I like. When they show her going to a meeting to try to land a client, right. she always lands them. 
They're never going to show right. it's like her how, not it's getting like, the client. It's like house hunters when they are like, <laughs> we want this house. It's like, no shit, you already had the house <laughs> yeah. before the show started. Exactly. Right. And so it says, Kyle, like you alluded to before, entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. We're not sure what that means. You said he had an app. He's like my dad. He just had a whole bunch of different, not that I'm getting, I'm getting like sappy. No, but okay. my dad had like jobs that he would, he was like, I'm going to build the best air conditioner anybody's ever seen. Right. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's. He's last season. He had a lot of people that he was trying to get money from. Remember, right? Well, I don't know if they all come from money or they all have to come from money. They all have jobs. Well, they that, were like, living in summer houses before the show. Even that's how the show even came. Right, to that's be. how they. Right. And now I don't know if they pay to live there. I think the show. Pays they all. For it. They all have money. <laughs> Carl doesn't. Well, now he does from the show. Right, so it's right, like right. that blurred line of like, right? But what's their real job? And you just their... wish that they would. Well, I would rather just say reality star under the name because that's how they're making the most money. Like on Vanderpump Rules, it comes up like server. It's like, no, she's a star well, of Vanderpump Rules. It doesn't even come up anymore. It doesn't oh, even it come up to, on Vanderpump. Right. Yeah. Like hostess at Sir. Yeah. She hasn't been a hostess at Sir in eight seasons. Yeah, like, no, that, that shit doesn't even come up anymore. Yeah. But, but yeah, you're right. It would be better if they're like... Just tell me the truth. Yeah. I get to stay in this house for free because I'm on a reality show on Bravo and my job is reality star. Well, do you, you don't think that a man that goes back and is a graphic designer in New York? I don't know. I mean, she should be doing the flyers for Lindsay's events if she's a graphic designer. Okay, so what, what does it say the rest of them do? So Danielle, it says, when her name comes up, it says tech product manager. I don't even know what that is. Tech product manager. Tech, I mean, think was, tech is going to be like technology, right? So like iPhones or something. Product <laughs> manager. She, she manages where your iPhone goes when you put it down. I, I mean, like, the only thing we see her do when she's not at the house is Taylor Swift concerts. Yeah, I guess. So I, I don't know. I don't and know And she had her some job. other weird job that she, like, she lost her job last season oh. and now she's a new job. But she seems really happy at it. Tech product manager. And then, and then her and Carl are always having to miss the drives up now and well, take the Fridays, train. Right, because some they summer can't. Friday. So tech product manager has to have be <laughs> something like... What does he do? E-commerce? What? Salesman. Salesman. <laughs> it has to be like this. We live in, Brett and I live in LA. We don't know what these fucking right. real jobs are. If it's are. not entertainment yeah. related. That's why if it just said reality star, I could relate to it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but and, now, and that's also the reality of that star. Exactly. Right. And so there's three new people. You want me to tell you what they do or you want to introduce Okay, let's, talk, let's intro the, the, the three new people. Okay. And I'll say their occupation. Yes. So the okay. three new people are Paige. Right. Fashion writer. Right. Hannah. Okay. Content creator. Okay. We're all content creators okay. at the end of the day. I guess. Uh, Jordan. I'm a content creator right now. Exactly. You're a content creator content right, content right now. Uh, Jordan, media executive. And okay. now here's the twist. The three of them all work together at the same company. Here's what I think. <laughs> here's what I think of what, how that is. I think so Paige is this little cute. Very Little cute. cute little Italian girl. My new favorite character. I mean, she's adorable, yeah. right? And she says that she's from like a, a very like – Old school Italian family where she yeah. wasn't allowed to date till she was 19 years old. Right. Christian school, little right. schoolgirl outfit, which right. is awesome. That's right. where I may lose her. I don't know if she can date a Jewish guy. No, no, you're out, dude. You yeah. think her Italian dad will? No, you can't. Well, she didn't mention religion on her list. She has a very detailed list of what she needs in a guy. That's true. She also has that, yeah. right? So, so, but what she does for a living is... Well, you um, thought she was going to be a prude at the beginning of the season. Well, I thought she was going to be a prude because of the way she described it. And then also, we'll talk about it, what happened in season, when, at the first episode when they showed up. But like, yeah, I thought she was going to be a prude. Hannah is the opposite. Right. Hannah was raised as a professional tennis player. Since she's a little kid. Right. Her dad was her coach. Right. Her like a coach. Venus and Serena Williams She's style. very tomboyish. Yes. Right. And she's just, she got out of a six months relationship and she's ready to like bone. I did, I did a little, you know, recon on Instagram for, with Paige and No, Hannah. I don't want to hear anything. Well, I just want to say, it's no, like not re- since the show. You're just, like reality Steve. No, I don't no, want to no, learn no, anything no, about no, no, like. No, 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 not 
spoilers just to figure out who they were. How did they get cast on the show? Mm-hmm. And Hannah seems to do comedy videos. They don't show this, but oh, she does about like what they do for a living. yeah. So I think content creator. Here's, she does funny videos. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. Okay. okay? I think that Paige, Paige is like a fashion writer and her fashion blogger, right? Okay. And what she does is that she <laughs> finds like low cost fashion that looks like it's high cost. Okay. So, so then she'll put that content on her social so like, media. So dress like this, but here's the cheaper alternative. Right. How about, More affordable. See how I dress today? I got this at Rite Aid for $18. <laughs> like that kind of shit. Probably right. not that. But like, and then content manager. So I think that like Hannah and Jordan. Okay regulate her work and other people's work okay so she's like a client they're kind of like her agency and they like they but hannah's they, trying to be a comedian i think in her video okay but it's all content so like hannah content. can like manage her own content and how does jordan fit into that he's jordan apparently created an app okay. right so he's very good at tech i guess like kind of what danielle does i guess but like he's very good at like taking whatever content that hannah managed and then putting it out into what Okay. People need so to the see. reason the three of them are on the show is because they work together. So yeah. that's how but they I don't were think found. They, I don't think they. I think they work together where they come to the same space and they're like, "I created this. Let me manage right. it. Let me put it out." But they're not good friends. I don't think they're good friends. And they said they're work friends. The way they got into the house is through Amanda. Amanda yes. new page. Amanda new page. Got it. Right. So then when they're like, the workers has got to go. <laughs> Stephen McGee's got to go. Right. This person's They've run gotta, their yeah, course. Everyone's got to go. Yeah. They're like, man, uh, you're young. You're 25. We, we, everybody else is in their 30s yeah. Bring now. in some of your friends. Yeah, bring in some of your friends. They saw Paige and they're like, yep. Yeah, Paige They saw great. Hannah and they're like, this girl's crazy. Yep. Yeah. They saw Jordan. <sighs> Let's talk. <laughs> Jordan is my least favorite reality person of recent years recent year except for the other jordan well okay so my least favorite reality person has been jordan a different jordan on bachelorette who said he was a male model supermodel he was really rude to the other contestants right but then when you google him right but when you google him he's never done a real campaign like he's not who he says he is and he he maybe people thought he was funny maybe it was comic relief this jordan is like that Jordan without the comic relief. Right. There's nothing funny about it. Right. He's, he's, he's a douche. He just, I don't know. He, he comes across. So when we first meet Jordan, he's kind of telling us about like how he was voted the most uh, eligible, eligible bachelor, bachelor on okay. Hinge or right. a dating app. But he works in media and apps. So I feel like he right. fixed that. To he's make like really into his abs. Eligible. He's really into like people just really. Or either, but you know what's funny? Jordan on Bachelorette said he was like the most swiped person on Tinder. Like he had I'm, 500 matches. I think it's a thing. They're the same person. They're These the same people person. named Jordan who pretend yeah. to be models. Are they the same person? It's very similar. Yeah. Very similar. <gasps> I don't Brett, know. What if we just figured well, something I out? I definitely don't like either one. But I will say season three, Summer House, my favorite cast yet yes minus jordan yes i will jordan just bothers me yeah i don't believe a word he says okay we'll get we'll get overcompensating we'll get into that we'll get get into you're just getting fired up over there i just everyone else i'm I'm happy with yes everyone else is great all right so let's get into you want to go episode by episode all right we're 40 minutes in so let's go episode by episode real quick till we get to the last one we're going to do like a speed course in what happens in the first five episodes okay okay because we're 40 minutes in okay all right uh episode one Episode one. Everybody arrives. Episode one is called The Elephant in the Room. Episode one is called The Elephant in the Room. And basically what we do is we, we see that Lindsay and Danielle are now BFFs, right? right. Kyle and Amanda are still together. Right. Right? Uh, Carl has his e-commerce job. Carl's yes. 
decided that he's going to kind of calm down. But we don't Carl really see Carl gets there late. Well, Carl gets there late. Right, because he has to work on Fridays. But he's also trying to make his quota. He's trying to sell every week or every two weeks a certain amount of e-commerce. Right. Exactly. So uh, Kyle and Amanda show up first. Yes. Right. They they're the only true couple there, and there's always been like <laughs> there's always been like uh, conflicts over who gets the what room oh, and right. all that other shit. Remember? Like yeah, always, the work is twins. Yep, yep. The work <laughs> is twins always laid down, and now it's Kyle and Amanda that are the first ones there. There's right. no work as twins, so the rules have changed. The the, the throne the hierarchy. Is, the throne is open. Correct. Like, this was Game of Thrones. <laughs> there's the the Daenerys's and all that. Everybody's everybody can go for the throne as right. much as they want. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Um, so they get the, the, the big master room yeah. that used to be for uh, uh, Lauren Workus. Right. right. One of the twins, right. And the then twins. she needed it yeah. for some reason the next season. Yeah. And but, production value-wise, by the way, this season there's a lot more split screens where you can see the four rooms at we, once. Yeah, we talked about that. And we, you can yeah. see you know everybody right. at once. You can see night vision. Um, so uh, Kyle even says uh, that he did, he he didn't have to lose out the master bedroom to the wildebeest. <laughs> right. Wow. <laughs> okay, and then so <laughs> then uh, Danielle and Lindsay come up together. Now right. in the car ride up, we learn that there's tension between Danielle and Lindsay and Amanda and Kyle. This is major. This is major tension. Yeah. Danielle and Lindsay apparently. And, and Kyle and Amanda talked about it on the way up, too, because you're getting two sides of it, because you're getting Kyle and Amanda uh, being like, what the fuck was their problem? Right. And then you're getting Danielle and Lindsay being like, we're not wrong. We'll explain what they did. Okay, so Danielle and Lindsay unfollowed Amanda on Instagram. This, it goes back to American meme. It goes back to American. Power of Instagram. Yeah, I mean, and she's 25 years old. Yeah. This is like... Devastating. A, this is a devastating thing. By the way, they could have just muted her if they didn't want to see her post. Yes, muting. I've heard of this muting, right? <laughs> yeah. So you can... So what... If you guys don't know what muting is, you can go... <laughs> if you ever, knows. If you ever like over somebody, um, and I have friends that I'm over, and yeah. you guys you know who you are. You can temporarily mute. You can you can temp- just stories, just posts, or both. Yeah, you can you can just say that you don't want to see it, and it won't come up on your feed. But you're not unfollowing them, and it, they won't know. It was harsh that they unfollowed Amanda. She knew, especially when you know you're about to live in a summer house every weekend of the summer. When for you're the on next a show with months. people, yeah, and like that's your like relationship. Yeah, it's like if Dodie unfollowed Stasi. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be and like, also the fans notice of the show. If yeah, not following. I, I mean, I'm sure maybe maybe Amanda didn't. Know. I mean, Amanda knew, but like. Yeah. Somebody like a fan could have told her, and that's embarrassing. No, but you know? they just—it just brings up unnecessary drama, right? So, but the, the reason they the reason they unfollowed her is, is because Lindsay found out that <laughs> Kyle cheated on Amanda over the break. Well, between break from house. shooting, right? Because we're Real in the summer now, so the, yeah. the the break from shooting. And Lindsay found out from Everett, who either witnessed it. Or Kyle, to- I think Kyle told him. I Kyle doesn't even remember doing it. No, Everett know. found out through somebody else. Somehow I don't remember. Told Lindsay. Lindsay told Danielle. Yeah. So they basically they unfollowed Amanda and maybe Kyle too because they didn't like seeing their happy couple posts. Right. They didn't like the fakeness that because they, they felt he cheated. They don't want to see happy posts every day that they're this happy couple. Which, by the way, it's none of their business. Maybe they are a happy couple. Maybe they worked through that. One isolated incident. Right. And if you care that much about them that you're going to actually go out of your way to unfollow somebody. Right. And you feel like you're doing them a favor by you unfollowing them because you don't want to see <laughs> them being happy. Yeah. Then fucking give them a phone call. Right. And be like, are you guys okay? Right. If you, you know, really care. If you really are that close to each other. Right. Like give them a phone call and be like, look, I, I know that we found out, but. Right. Uh, Lindsay says that she wasn't intentionally. So. Also, oh, 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 this okay. is what else happened. Yeah. It wasn't just them unfollowing her. 
it was that Lindsay started cropping Amanda out of pictures. Oh, right. That was major. Yeah. <laughs> that's a big deal. I she mean, started, that sucks. Can yeah. you imagine like your friends post a picture and you know you were in it yeah. and all of a sudden you're not in it? She said she said that she wasn't intentionally trying to leave her out. No, she, she said did. that she just she, wasn't one of her close friends. She so. cropped her out. Yeah. Right. And then, so as a result, Kyle sent out an email before the summer started to kind of clear the air. Yes. But it's a 17 page email. It's, it's, it's a, unnecessary. It's, a book. it's, it's just a, less you, is more. Have you ever had anybody give you that kind of like, I mean, I don't know what I would do. I probably wouldn't read it. When I have something on my mind that I need to get off my chest, a lot of times I'll write it, but I won't send it. I couldn't even speak into a phone 17 pages worth of information. Worth yeah. of information. It's a lot. It's too much. Apparently, Lindsay read it the next day, she said, in its entirety. But basically, the crux of it was, you guys unfollowed Amanda. You hurt her feelings. Mm-hmm. We can't live like this all summer. We have to clear the air. Yes. Which didn't need to be 17 pages. Right. But man, I would love to read Kyle, 17 but pages. No, but apparently, he got mean in there, too. He got pretty mean. He, he said some like crazy shit. I mean, you're about to live with these people every weekend of the summer. But what? that's why. That's why he yeah. sent this thing, because he was like, let's just get this out of the way. But don't and be they, mean. And they ignored it. Right. Right. So then... That's the first area of contention. Right. So Kyle and Amanda get to the house first. Jordan and Hannah arrive. (laughs) Right. And then I guess uh, Jordan, they're kind of like, hey, well, uh, Hannah says that Jordan is a sweet guy, but he's looking for a sweet Southern belle. Like, that's why they're not dating. No. And she's like, I'm a, and she says, I'm a ratchet girl from Brooklyn who speaks her mind. <laughs> yeah, but that's definitely not yeah, why they're not no, dating. No, no, she's just, we'll get they're, to they're, that. they're complete opposite. So um, Jordan and Hannah show up after Kyle. So then they guys kind of talk and like they figure out their room situation and everything. Right. Then Lindsay and Danielle show up. Right. It's awkward. And it is awkward. <laughs> right. So they're, they're not even like talking about. They're barely making eye contact. They're, they're barely making eye because Amanda, yeah. you know, Kyle doesn't know what to do because he sent the email that nobody responded to. Right. And then Amanda's being all like, like a uh, five-year-old in the corner being like, I'm not going to play with her. Right. Well, and the then, elephant in the room is that they unfollowed her and Kyle sent the email and no one's talking right. about it. Right. And Lindsay and Danielle think that they were in the right. Of course. Right. right. So everybody's just waiting for it. And now what happens with, so everybody shows up. <laughs> Carl shows Paige up. shows up. Paige shows up. And, um, oh yeah, this is good. Right, and Carl then, shows up. Carl shows up, and, and basically then, he's given two options. Well, so they all are. Well, everyone's given options, right? Um, Kyle and Amanda are ordering in food and having a family dinner at the house. Right, that's their idea. Right, Lindsay. Before is, Lindsay and Danielle even show up, they're right. already ordering. Food. They they're decided like, that's like, what we're doing. We're going to have a family dinner. But it was Lindsay, probably in the email that that's what they were. Doing. <laughs> oh right, page sixteen. Yeah, but um, Lindsay had already made reservations at a really nice restaurant for a fun night out. She wants to go out, have a great dinner, do shots. Like, welcome back to the summer, you know. So Lindsay makes this reservation. So now you have two choices. You can either go with Lindsay to the restaurant and have fun. Or stay back at the house with Kyle and Amanda, who are kind of proving a point. Who, which sides are people going to take? Right. And Carl gets there, and he does what I would do, and that's go out. Go out. Why not? Have it's your fun. first night in the Hamptons. Exactly. Right. You're going to go. And there. if you watch past seasons, the first night dinner <laughs> usually turns out pretty shitty. All the dinners are so Carl and dramatic. Hannah go with Lindsay and Danielle. Right. Interestingly, right. Hannah separates from Paige. She well, Hannah straight up says. Hannah straight up says, "Like I want to get, I want to go out, and I want to get to know these guys." But I don't and know like, why Paige and, and, and also Jordan was this kind go. of place. I think Paige was tired. Okay, but um, so they stay back and they're miserable. They're bored. They are bored. It's like a couples night <laughs> that Paige and Jordan didn't they're sign up couple, for, and yeah. then the other couple, the other four, are having like a great time of at course. this dinner. Yeah, Danielle, right? Lindsay, Carl, right, and Hannah, right. So. uh they go have a great time. Yeah. They come back. 
Um, and <laughs> and uh, Paige is like now like I should have gone. <laughs> right, of like, course. Yeah. I was like yelling at the TV, of course you should have gone. Right. And then so they come back and Paige is really like stoked. Everybody's kind of drunk. Danielle and Lindsay and everybody is kind of drunk. And they go into the hot tub. And Paige wants to goes to bed. Like they all go to bed. The other group comes back. Yeah. Paige, uh, Danielle, Lindsay, and Hannah go to the hot tub. Right. You know and, who's having the most fun night if they end up in the hot tub. Right. On that show. And uh, that's where the like they they out the fact that Kyle <laughs> cheated on Amanda. Oh right. That's where it like all comes out. That's it's where we're the like, fan. Oh. Right. And Amanda's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, uh, no. Uh, as day, uh, the second day begins, Carl and Kyle catch up on the porch and they start talking about the new girls, the new girls. Right. Um, also Carl is now in season one, he was Carl 1.0 yes. and you know, he was starting his like stuff over now yeah. he's 2.0 in season yes. two and in season three, he's 3.0. Right. He doesn't want to be a fuck boy anymore. This is literally what he says out of his <laughs> mouth. He does not want to be a Someone's fuck boy. Right. I've never heard someone refer to themselves as one. Usually well, someone else has he's to your refer friend. to him. He is my friend. So there you go. I'll ask him about it. Um, they talk about Hannah and Paige. Uh, Carl likes them. Right. He says that um, Carl f- is very easy to flirt with. Hannah. Well, Hannah says that Carl is very easy to flirt with. Right. Because right? Hannah and Paige are trying to decide at the same time who's hot and who's not. Right. And there's really not that many people available because Kyle is with Amanda so it's really just Carl and Jordan. Right. The ratio is off. The ratio is very off. And and you could tell, like, kind of, like, Carl actually stays, he kind of keeps his distance a little bit from, from yeah. Paige and everything. Well, he doesn't want to work his right. circus. He doesn't want to work his circus. He doesn't want to be a fuckboy, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then Carl goes to the store. Paige decides to tag along as well. And that's where we see a little bit of flirting going yes, on. Yes, right. Right? Um... Okay, so Danielle and Jordan start flirting a little uh, bit, yes. too. Strange. And Jordan has, like, he like at first you're like, oh, he kind of digs her. But Jordan's also, like, trying to figure out, he, he's mentioning Paige a lot, like how him and Paige were flirting at work and everything before they right. showed up. No, but Hannah and Paige both stick to the fact that he's, like, a work friend. Yeah. Nothing romantic. Right. No so attraction. Jordan kind of changes his angle and starts going towards... Right towards Danielle and yeah. then they start like a little flirting thing going on. Yeah. Right? I just I don't buy anything Jordan says. Right. We'll get to that. Right. So um uh Danielle uh and Jordan are flirting. They all decide that they're gonna go out to have dinner that second night. Right. Right? Because this is what they do. They come up Friday, they party, they go <laughs> right. stay Saturday, they party, they wake up Sunday and they go back to New York it's and go crazy. to work. I don't know how they do this. I mean they party so hard for two nights, and then they somehow drive back four hours to the city. I'm on the couch for five days, <laughs> you know? let alone a car ride back. That's like if I went to Vegas every weekend. No, it is Vegas. Weekend. It's exactly the same amount of time. Yeah, in I the would car. go to Vegas every weekend, party my face off, and then drive back in the traffic And then all Monday the morning, And then go work. to work? Listen. Fuck no. More power to them. I can't do that. It's a pretty amazing. So that's what, that's what they do, right? So... They I guess go, when you're a content creator, right. you can pull that off. So I guess so. When you're a graphic designer, <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to really do much. So... Um, they go to dinner on the second night at yeah. a local restaurant. Uh, on the way, Lindsay brings up in the car to Kyle and uh, Amanda that there's tension. There's, uh, there's drama that needs to be taken care of. Yeah. Right? Um, the email. Yeah. So, and then she, when, they get, when they sit down, 
uh, she immediately Lindsay's like Lindsay's the poker this entire season. Lindsay's yeah. like the little the well, Lindsay. It's she's the queen of the castle. I mean, right? You're in her house, now. but she's she's definitely the one that starts the shit. If they're just eating dinner, Lindsay's <laughs> like, "How do you feel this?" So they sit down, and right away, Lindsay goes, uh, "So how are you feeling about commitment now, Kyle?" Right. And that, she's tough. She's and, really evolved. Yeah. Into this and that right away, tough reality story. You know, sets the tone. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, then Hannah asked Lindsay, like, right away they start kind of like, it was like an awkward silence. They didn't really talk about it. Right. And then there's, like, people just sitting there kind of, like, sipping on their drinks. <laughs> and then Hannah decides to change the subject by being like, who's your favorite in the house? Oh, yeah. So then Lindsay takes it upon herself, oh, yeah, the poker, to be like, well, Jordan, I thought you were a douche, but you're actually not. Yes, Hannah, you're more sarcastic than I ever experienced. And Paige, you are way more genuine than you come across. <laughs> I mean, three backhanded compliments. Backhanded Actually, compliments. Hannah's isn't even a compliment at all. It's just... No, you're it, sarcastic. It's, yeah, it's like you're sarcastic than I've ever experienced. It's like, what is, what, what, uh, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, she definitely has it out for Hannah all season, which we'll get to. But right. Paige, she's a little more forgiving. Um, and then uh, Danielle decides that she's going to start in on everybody. And uh, she'd like to take the opportunity to address the email. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kyle says, everything I had to say was in my email. <laughs> we know. And then things start to get out of control. And Danielle says, I'm just trying to uh, like uh, address the elephant in the room. And Carl's like, you are the fucking elephant in the room. Yeah. Yeah. And then and Kyle, scene. and then scene. So that's the end of episode <laughs> two. One. Oh, One. God. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Okay. So here we go. Episode two. Episode two is called... Uh, the what is it called? Episode the, um, two is called "Cloudy with a Chance of Arguments." Cloudy with a chance of arguments. Clever. Okay, so Danielle at this point has just called out a Kyle and Amanda, um, and and Carl's like, and, and, and Lindsay shuts it down right away. Lindsay's like, "You're not going to fucking talk about this. We're not doing this here." Kyle and Amanda are like, "We're not doing this here. We will have a civil conversation. We're all wasted." Yeah. Right. And so then Carl kind of changes the subject, and he's like, "I'm really bad at my job." basically he's like well I can't, he's he, struggling at right job. he's like i can't make quota i can't right. like he's doing this sales thing which i don't understand well how, luckily he has summer house to fall back on right exactly <laughs> but he seems to be kind of stressed about it like yeah. he's even bringing this computer to work or to the house now right. and he's doing work and he's like well do you I want to do you want, these things do you want some inside scoop of course so last season i filmed the scene of summer house with carl um, okay. Because he wanted to get into movie you producing. Were on Summer House? Well, it didn't make it to the show. Right. But because, well, I asked him about it. So basically, we planned this whole thing where I was either going to go to New York and do it in person. Right. Or we ended up doing it as a FaceTime call between me and Carl. And I have a project called Velvet Ropes, which I mentioned. And Carl loves it. And he wants to ultimately produce it sometime if the opportunity arises. Where he Carl can, wants to be a producer now. If he can get involved, yeah, in some way or raise the financing or whatever. Okay. And he's a fan of it and he loves film. And he, was a, he did film at Syracuse too. And so we had this, you know, conference call over FaceTime for like an hour. And it was filmed by the Summer House crew. And I was on the roof of my building with the palm trees behind me. And, and we talked about, you know, we went through the budget of the film and all this stuff. And we really talked about it. And ultimately, he said, you know, they don't really show me succeeding. I think part of the storyline is they want to show him struggling during the week okay. and partying at, on the weekend. But uh, I waited to see it. It was supposed to be the final episode of season two, and it didn't make the cut. Oh, you want to be on season two? Yeah, this is the final episode of season two. So it didn't make the cut, but, you know, it didn't fit in with the storyline they were trying to tell. But, you know, they are, for some reason, showing him, you know. Well, they're showing him struggle. And, 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 you know, it's it's funny, too, because you watch him, like... Bringing his computer in, but like then he's like partying, and he's he's, right. When do they have time to do any work in that house? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. 
I don't know when they have time to do any work ever, especially when they're going back and forth. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, um, all right. So, but the, the, the point is that they have him struggle and they have him. He misses Fridays. He misses Fridays. Fridays. He's train up, all that other stuff. Exactly. Okay. We also learn now on the way up to, all right. So then they go, like, good segue. So then they go back to work, right? Right. He's got to get his quota. Everybody's got to go do their Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thing. I'm actually, always, I'm impressed that Bravo like does the production in New York City because right. it's like 10 seconds of footage right. and they have to like film them in meetings and at work and it's barely on the show. Yeah, they, it's barely on the show. They put a lot of work in to and show us what's going on in the city. Yeah, but they but do they? Because it looks like they just kind of go to the New York City, <laughs> show Lindsay having coffee with somebody. But and even then, that like, is a whole setup for very little payoff. That's, that's what I'm saying. And then, yeah. then they go back up to the Hamptons yeah. for the weekends. Yeah. Like, there's, I'm sure there's like Eight, like producers that just wait into the Hamptons <laughs> for them to come back and hang out at the pool the entire time. Right. That's why it's always clean and there's all the Amazon boxes whenever they show oh, up to the house. Right. right. right? So, uh, so going up to the Hamptons now is Jordan, Lindsay, right? For the second weekend. For the second weekend. Yeah. And I think Danielle. Hannah. I think Hannah. Yeah. One of the two. Right. And Lindsay's phone goes off in the Bluetooth. Oh, in the car you're talking and about. And we find out that Lindsay's still hooking up with Everett. Right. Because her she pressed like speak on her phone. Right. And it read her text out loud like from a friend saying, what's going on with you and Everett? And right. then she's embarrassed and everyone. You, you think that was staged. Right. But, I think it was staged. But I think it happens. You hit talk. On I think phone. they have to know that Lindsay and, her, and him are still hooking up. Like, <laughs> I think that's a good like subplot for her and show her that she's just this like strong boss bitch, but she's also kind of weak when it comes to that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, interesting. Right. I like when she says that. She walks around, I'm a boss bitch. She says that in the... She, has, oh. she has said it. Season okay. two, I think. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. So we also have a discussion between Kyle and Amanda about the cheating. Right. Well, because when he gets drunk, it triggers her to think he's going to cheat on her. Right. Because that's kind of what happened. So we find out that they're moving in together. Or she wants to, or he, he wants, wants to. to move in. So we find out what the cheating was. Okay. So now, so this is the first time that Kyle and Amanda are sitting down and actually having a conversation. They don't talk about what happened right. or how they fixed it. Right. He just says he's very sorry. Right. And one of the ways he's apologizing for it is by moving in with her. Right. Right. Like, so I'll he, make it up to you. I'll show you. I'm serious. Right. He's like, this is, this is how much I know that I need you. I'm sorry this happened. I was blackout drunk. He apparently doesn't remember anything about it. Right, because in New York City they don't live together. Right, so they don't the live together. Summer house, she can kind of keep tabs on him. Right, they don't. And when they get back to New York City, right, they live in separate apartments. Right, so she's still very. I mean, apparently this hasn't happened very long ago. Right. So, but he's there's no talk about like how they reconciled. Right, there's no like talk about how she forgave him. There's I mean, only she, talk about she, there's only talk about that he did it and he's apologetic and he was an asshole. And well, she's still with him, so she obviously thought it was a one time accidental. Well, she says, but she doesn't say that. She says that she's like, I don't know if I can still trust you. Do you right. know what I mean? She's right. like, these still things. She's like, I'm still working through it. I love you, so I want to be with you, right. but I still don't know if I can trust you. Right. You got to turn down the drinking a notch. <laughs> More than a notch. Right. Many if notches. this is going to work, we got to turn down the drinking. And that's yeah. kind of the conversation that we get in that moment that kind of sets a tone for where they are in their relationship. Yeah. Right? Correct. So, okay. So then we go up to uh, the place and we get there and it's 4th of July weekend. Yes. So this is the 4th of July party. Well, they're planning the 4th they're, of July party. They're planning the 4th of July yeah. party. Right? Um, do you ever notice that their, their 4th of July parties aren't as like huge as you, as like you'd think they would be? There's like not... Like there's no extras? Like, well, there's just not... Yeah. Like not very many people show up to these well, parties. Well, I think it's the Hamptons is kind of out there. So it's like they're... If they their real friends are in New York City, right? So it's like how many of their real friends are willing to drive four hours 
That's true. But, I mean, there's got to be plenty of people in the Hamptons. All the bars you go to look packed. Maybe people don't want to sign the releases. I don't know. <laughs> That's got to be. I don't know how that but works. Yeah. You've mentioned, like, Lindsay's birthday in the past. That, like, yeah. Lindsay, why were there only... Yeah. Why were there only, like, like couple people. four people at that party? Like, <laughs> at a birthday just party. Not like, like, we're going to blow this motherfucker out. And then, like... Right. 26 people are there. Well, it's kind of like a quiet town except at night. So they're doing these day parties where people are hung over from the night before. Right. And I feel like Amanda lets Kyle go crazy at these parties. Yeah. Because they wear the, like, but you can tell she's like now much more reserved. Like she's doing his mullet, like the mullet that comes out all the time. But she's like, just. He wears her makeup. Yeah. Things get a little crazy. But she's like, why can't you just kind of like retire the mullet like right. amanda's thing is like it's time to grow up right like it's time like to party not go out and get shit faced all the time right right like we were talking about before like totally. getting right and she used to bus. do it with him but now she's even yeah she's starting to she's getting tired of it right right but this is also the party where we find out that Paige and hannah who we thought Paige was like this like nice little <laughs> prude girl who didn't really drink and like all that other stuff because uh she went to bed early in episode <laughs> two and like just had dinner or right. episode one and yeah. just had dinner in episode one. Right. Now we see that these mother, these girls can drink. Well, they had one night to catch up on sleep and now they're their true selves. Yeah, they are. They are partying it up. Yeah. Hannah's twerking right. and going crazy and just boy crazy. Yeah. Paige is a flirt monster. She's all over the place. Right. <laughs> right. And then Danielle's also having a great time. Mm-hmm. Danielle's having such a great time that she meets a new boy. Right. And Danielle and Jordan kind of hit it off in the first episode. Right. Right. So Jordan sees her with so a new boy. So Jordan guy. sees her with a new boy. And <laughs> Jordan starts to, he goes up to the new boy while he's talking to Danielle. And he's like, wait, you're going to hit on this guy in front of me? And kind of like throws like the flirty shade at her. Right. Right. And uh, which we don't buy into. Right. Nothing. Okay. I don't buy into anything he does. Right. Jordan. So let's talk about Jordan for a little bit. Jordan, we have a theory on. <laughs> yes. Right? I think the whole world does. Right. Jordan, Jordan's an army brat, like we said. Yeah. Right? He comes from a very Christian background in Atlanta. Right. Uh, we learn this because he watches an, an evangel- and van- how do you, say, it, say it for me. Um, evangelical, evangelical correct. broadcast from his hometown every Sunday. Right. So... We think that Jordan may be hiding some stuff. <laughs> right. Jordan's gay, right? It seems that way, yes. I think, here's my theory on well, it. Well, his, his, he's always overcompensating with his stories. Yes. And it, they're so outlandish that you're like, what are you covering up? So being an army brat, right? Yeah. You move around from town to town to town. Right. Right? And uh, sometimes you overcompensate to fit in. Like, you're always going to be an outcast when you go somewhere. Right? right. So sometimes you're an outcast to a point where, like, you do stuff to fit in, and sometimes you're an outcast to the point where you like you don't well, do you, anything. You're always the new kid in town, right? You're always so the it's new either kid you're going to be like everyone's right. best friend, right, or you're going to be the outcast. And I think he's convinced himself that he's everybody's best friend and that everybody wants him, right? But not at this house. But not at this house. I think they're starting <laughs> to really like, like, like Lindsay said in episode one, I, you were a douche, but you're really not at all. I think he's starting to come out as like the douche. <sighs> I just, I, I like people to be their authentic selves, Kyle. Couldn't be more authentic. He gets wasted. Right. Carl, authentic. Lindsay, authentic. Everyone's so authentic. And then you just have this guy, Jordan, just not believing a word he says, like ruining the cast for me. Uh, yeah. But I think I think he's just so lost in like his real identity that right. he makes stuff up as he goes along I mean, to get people to like true. him. True, right. Right. But the main thing he has going is that like he's he thinks he's good looking. So he plays that off to women 
where I right. think I think if he like I think he's in one of the Stephen McGee situations. Totally, he's where, feeling like, the Stephen Void. Yeah, he's feeling the Stephen Void. Where like at least Stephen knows he's gay and he's out. Where this guy is like, if I came out, I think his family would probably like. Oh, maybe. Do you know what I mean? But then maybe don't do a reality show. Well, um, but he doesn't. I don't think he's at that point where he's like. I think he's. This is him proving to himself even more that he isn't. <laughs> maybe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that sound really deep and no? You're kind of giving him the benefit of the doubt as an army I'm, brat. Who yeah. Doesn't know how to fit in. Right. And then I think the the producers are purposely showing the evangelical stuff because mm. you're like they're so against that down there. Mm. Now, now, now to be fair, if ever Stephen's family is listening to this, which I doubt, although you no, know Jordan's. everybody on or Jordan, yeah. sorry. But uh, uh, you, you Stephen was a similar situation. You do know everybody on the show, so they, they actually might hear this. Um, I don't know if you're that way or not. I'm just going based on what I know from. Not that there's anything wrong with it. No, no, no. I, I don't mean that. I mean that his family would be against homosexuality. Oh, we right. We don't know that kind of stuff. I'm just going on based the context what, clues. Right. I well, my whole family's Church of God. You know, they have opinions. You mm. know what I mean? Like. I, I'm just going based on what I I, I, I know from right. that. So then, when he's with Danielle, it doesn't feel genuine, right? It, it doesn't feel genuine. Like, it feels like I'm not I'm the kid not getting the attention, right? So he does rock paper scissors, which I've never heard of. He does rock for an paper fucking scissors to, to see her. to see if he can win Danielle. It doesn't and make Danielle sense. fucking eats it up. <laughs> she eats it up, and of course Jordan wins. Right? Do you right? think that was staged? I think it might have been a little produced because then then what? Then she goes on a date with this other guy, and then the whole drama in the house doesn't fucking happen maybe i don't know i don't know either the road not taken yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so then so danielle he wins danielle he goes over into the corner with danielle and he says you you want to play games you know blah blah blah. and she's like no i don't want to play games he's like well if you don't want to play games then then kiss me she's like i'll kiss you if i want to kiss you. and he's like well then kiss me she's like i'll kiss you if i want to kiss you he's like well then uh, kiss me that goes on childish childish finally danielle lays one on him and it is just wet and sloppy and hannah sees it and Paige sees it. Oh, yeah. Kyle sees it, says he's going to puke. Hannah calls it porn on the 4th of July. Porn on the 4th of July. Um, yeah. But it also seemed like Jordan had maybe never kissed a girl before. Right, but then they go upstairs, and then they... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then they go upstairs, and they continue to make out. Right. Like, it was like a make-out thing right. to the point where they were kind of like, it looked like there could be a something here, right? Maybe. To the point where Danielle gets that idea. Correct. Right? And it's setting the stage for the rest of the season. Right. And that's how that's how episode two ends. Correct. Right. Um, Yes. Episode three is fireworks starter. And it picks up with the same Fourth of July party. Picks up with the same Fourth of July party. Right. Uh, Danielle is tasting Jordan as we (laughs) we speak. Is that what someone says? Um, but then he like goes out now as this starts, he goes into the kitchen after making out with uh, with um, Danielle and he starts flirting with Paige again. Right. Right. Because, again, it goes back to your thing of he just wants to prove he can get the attention. Right. Right. Um, Lindsay uh, reconnects with Everett. Well, he shows up. Well, he calls her. Oh, he, he calls. I think okay. this was the call. I don't okay. think he actually. Oh, you came. might be right. You might be right. Uh, is am I spoiler right? alert? He does show up at some uh, point. Oh yeah, no, he does in this. You're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And you're they right, sleep right. together. Yeah, yeah. But that's I think that's later. I think I jumped the gun on. Okay. That one. Yeah. And the night vision cameras show us everything. Yeah, the night vision. Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm like, what did Lindsay sign up for exactly? Yeah. So okay, so that's that's what happens. So so they start hanging out again. They start like they all go out after the Fourth of July party. Right. Everett comes home. Right. With Lindsay. I think Kyle invited him. 
No, Kyle. No, remember Kyle wakes up and he's, oh, like, he's, he's like, like, "What's Everett he's like, doing is here?" Everett here? Because oh, it's funny. They yeah, hear because, everyone hears Everett talking. Yeah, which is the like morning, the old days. Everett's like, "Everett's here." Is that Everett's <laughs> right. voice? But then Kyle's right. like, "Remember, Kyle's like, I don't. I'm not cool with this guy. He's right. the one that told oh, Amanda, of course, of course, and told people about me cheating. So like, this was supposed to be my boy, right? But now he's you he's know the reason for the email, right? Um, we find out in this episode that uh, Kyle and Amanda are, are they're, they're not only are they talking about moving in together and getting an apartment, they're in business together. That's right. They're starting a beer or something? They're starting a, a or new an beer or alcohol, an alcohol startup. Called Lover Boy. Called Lover Boy. Right. And it's basically Amanda's worst nightmare because she's like, I don't want him to keep drinking and being this like fucking idiot. Right. Now but I'm, now I'm starting a business with well, him he is an entrepreneur so that is very true he is she can do an the entrepreneur. graphic design right uh so oh and in this episode um there's a bonfire yes right? the bonfire is a big deal yeah the bonfire is a big deal because danielle has to go back to work so right? okay so this is what happened after fourth of july party they wake up the next day everybody's going to go home because that was a saturday it's right. sunday they, they decide the to go do a bonfire they have like a little thing right and danielle's very flirty with jordan right jordan's kind of like meh right but she has to get back to the city but she's got to get back to the so city Jordan walks her out so jordan <laughs> he's like let me walk you out so he walks her out they give each other a hug and a little smooch uh, then jordan comes back they're all kind of talking and jordan and Lindsay, of course is like so tell me what you think about my girl and he's <laughs> like you know it was cool it was a makeout yeah. and they're like what and we said something like i wouldn't bring her home yeah, he's like, like I would gonna... have sex with her, but I wouldn't bring her home. Yeah, Some but, comment like that. But then he also, so then they come up straight up and talk, and they're like, they're like, who do you like better, well, Paige? Hannah? Right? Hannah right. says, who do you like better, Paige or, or Danielle? And he says, Paige is here right now. So Paige, that is just, and everybody's like, oh uncool. God, why would you even say that? And Paige cringed. I mean, it was awful. It was awful. <laughs> it was bad. And Jordan kept talking about how him and Paige had something before, right? But I think like, Carl wasn't there, right? Because. No, Carl was there. Oh, really? He yeah, no, no, but he, but Jordan didn't say that at the bonfire. He was just talking about it in the past, in like the last two episodes. He right. was like, they flirted before. Right, right, right. There might have been something there. Right. right so then was, he says Paige because she's here right now. Right. Which Paige is a diss right at right. everybody. It's a diss at Danielle, and it's right. also not really polite to say. Right. About and Carl Paige. and Paige kind of got a little flirty, flirty at the, yeah. at the, at the 4th of I'm July. I'm definitely party. team Carl and Paige. Mm-hmm. I, li- I like that. I would like that for him. They started flirting a little bit, even though Carl is not a fuckboy anymore. <laughs> right. And he's not trying to get to it anymore. No, no, no. Well, I think he wants a real girlfriend. Right. Okay. So um, Everett makes the appearance. Lindsay tries. Oh, so then Lindsay's also now trying to give advice to... Um, all right. Well, well, they tell Danielle. They go back to New York. This is the first time they go to New York in, in episode three. Yeah. Right. Then they come back. Right. And... Um, they tell Danielle. They, you know, the, girls aside, the girls aside, they have to say something to Danielle. <laughs> right. Right. Because they're all going out for a girls' night. Right. Right. They're the going out for night. a girls' night. So they decide we have to tell Danielle because Danielle's late. She's taking the train. She's got that tech job. Yeah. She's coming back. She's like, we have to, we have to tell Danielle what's happening. And they're like, uh, okay. Lindsay's like, I'll bring it up. It's fine. I'll bring it <laughs> yeah. up right away because Lindsay's, that's Lindsay. Ballsy. Right? So uh, the boys have a boys' night. The girls have a girls' night. Right. And they all get dressed up and go out. The boys are there. And Kyle and Carl and uh, Jordan. Jordan start talking about Danielle. Right. And, and Danielle, Danielle wait, wait. And then Danielle, <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I'm not really into her, blah, blah, whatever. We just made out. It was a party, which I get. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, oh, yeah. there's been times where you, you're younger and you're partying and yeah. you're, you're just having like fun and you just make out with somebody. Yeah. Like, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not like they like had sex and then he was like, I really dig you. Right. They only kissed. 
But Danielle's acting like this is her new boyfriend. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like she thought about him all week and all that other <laughs> stuff. So uh, Danielle shows up late, goes upstairs and changes because the girls are already left. Doesn't right. know that the boys are downstairs talking. The boys don't know that Danielle showed up late and is upstairs. He's still here. So they start talking about Danielle and Danielle walks in. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Fortunately, but unfortunately for the viewer, fortunately <laughs> for them, Danielle didn't hear any of it. Well, she came in at the tail end. Yeah. Yeah. So then Danielle leaves. The boys are talking. The boys start getting rip shit. Yeah, they had a very <laughs> weird boys night. Yeah, just they, three like, guys they just ordered home. everything that had to do with like wieners and balls. and wi- It was like yeah. weird. I don't very know. on brand for Jordan. Yeah, exactly. Jordan was, I'm sure, I'm surprised Jordan didn't try something then. But um, so then Jordan, uh, oh, so the girls go. And the second Danielle gets to the restaurant, and the second Danielle sits down, Lindsay drops the bomb. Well, also, this is when Lindsay kind of starts needling Hannah. Yes. Like, about being girlier. Yeah. And flirting like a girl. Yeah. Like, she was trying to flirt with the waiter. Exactly. like, you have to do it more like a girl. Yeah. And uh, that's also when Kyle calls the restaurant and has champagne sent to the table. Right. And he asks them to give her a note that says, I want to move in with you. But there's a, you know, it gets lost in translation over the phone. And the note says, I want to move into you. (laughs) So she thinks it's like a sex joke. Right. But then when she gets home, she says she knew it. Right. But he tried to do this grand gesture. He did did buy her like a... A nice bottle of champagne. Like a $600 bottle of champagne. Right. But the the card got messed up. Yeah, the card got messed up. So we end episode three with Lindsay being like, Jordan said that he'd rather be with Paige. Oh, yeah. And Danielle's mouth drops. And that's how episode three ends. Correct. Right? Okay. Episode four is called Pantry Passion. Yes. The right? pantry becomes a character in this episode. Right. So <laughs> uh, this is, so what happens here? Oh, Danielle. So Danielle hears about it, but Danielle's like, okay, it's only, it was only a kiss. It was only kind of like a thing, whatever. I'll give Jordan the benefit of the doubt. You know, I don't need him to be my boyfriend. I think he's, I still think he's fucking hot. Right. You know, but you know, fuck him for saying that. That was, that was fucked up, but I don't know him that well. And I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Right. Right. But then Jordan continues to have people still question who he really is because during boys night we found out that he was showing jordan or uh, carl and kyle the text messages between Paige and him right like and then telling them that, that they've been dating and that Paige really wants him not true at and, all. Paige, and kyle was like these none of these texts have anything to do with to, to the camera to us yeah. he wasn't saying it to them because he was too drunk yeah but he was saying to us the audience like they don't nothing says that they were Right. Fucking another fabrication by Jordan. another right. So more. So now people is like in their brains are like, what is this guy? Right. Like he keeps making shit up. You know, he keeps like talking about himself in like this really high way that mm-hmm. like he's almost like that kid on the playground. That's like my dad's a cop, and you're, you're like, no, you're not. Your dad's a garbage right. man. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. <laughs> but um. Uh. So that happens. So then they all like go out to dinner. Right. And right away, Paige. So oh. Uh, how did Paige find out about the texts? Uh, well, don't, oh, Kyle a, told Amanda, and then Amanda told Paige okay, about that, that he was showing the oh, texts right. and all that other stuff, right? Right, and, and she, then, again, just thinks of him as like a guy at work. Right, and so Paige goes to, goes, they go to dinner, and Paige is like, why are you telling people that we, you know, that we're right. getting together? He's like, well, you make me seem like an idiot that we're, like, that you're, we're not, that it never right. happened. She's like, nothing never happened. Happened. And she's like, you're making me look like a liar, and then she... Yeah, and her she's fiery like, side. Yeah, her fiery side come out. Her Italian side come out. She's <laughs> like, you don't want to make me into your fucking enemy. She's right. like, I'm one of the only people that really like care about you out here right now. Yeah. So she calls Jordan out at dinner, um, and then 
uh, Lindsay pulls Carl aside, right, right at that same dinner, and is like, "What's so? What's going on? You and Danielle or Paige seem like you're kind of being a little flirty, blah blah." He's like, "I don't want to be a fuckboy anymore. I'm 33 years old. I want to settle down." Yeah. And for the first time, we find we see Carl as somebody who's like, "I want like a relationship." Yeah, vulnerable. Yeah, I want a relationship. Yeah. I want somebody that I could like. I like his storyline. Go on dates with and yeah. like have cuddle sessions yeah. with. Yeah, him and Paige would be a great couple. Yeah. So then they come home drunk from dinner. Yes. Right. And uh, they're kind of like flirty, flirty. People go in the hot tub. Some people go to bed. Everybody's kind of, you know, they all pass out. Amanda goes to bed early. Kyle tries to fuck her. Amanda says, get off. Right. Carl and Paige stay up. <laughs> yes. Carl and Paige go into the pantry. Right. Carl and Paige, which the sounds made me cringe, make out from 107 a.m. to 1.30 a.m. in the pantry. A long make out. A long make out. It's like a walk-in closet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they come out, they're giggly, whatever, all that right. other stuff. But this is the first time that we see Paige being sexual, right. like, like to the stand. And they have of, good like, chemistry. And, and they, they kind of say, like, pleasure doing business right. with you, and yeah. they make a date. No, 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 that's not yet. Oh, that's not yet? No, that's not yet. They kind of they kind of just, like, say, it's not, like, giggle, giggle, oh, giggle, it. and then go to bed. Got it. Wake up the next morning. They're not hiding it. It's not like they were drunk and, like, oh, Jesus. They're right. like, I like to make out sometimes. And, like, right. well, and the good thing is the there's no triangle, so they don't have to hide it. Right. It's not like in the past. They're out in the open about it. They made out. Who cares? That right. kind of thing, right? Um, then they go to dinner, and uh, that night they kind of just hang out, do their thing, whatever. That night they go to dinner, and uh, Paige talks about a date that she had during, right. while they were in New York. Right. Right? Uh, oh, no. They, they all go home. They go to New York. Oh, they go back to New, New York. York week. Come back. Go to dinner. Right. Paige talks about a date she had during the in week. New York. Yeah. Right. During and it the makes week Carl right. want to take her out. Carl, Carl's like, I'm not jealous. I don't get jealous. That's for women. <laughs> and then the whole time he's like, oh, what did she, oh, what do you write? Oh, that's so dumb. Oh, he copy and pasted. Like, you know, he's obviously right. jealous. Right? Which I, I like that. Yeah. It shows um, that you like her. Lindsay makes a comment to Kyle and Amanda about moving in. Mm-hmm. She's, proud, she's proud that, you know, she's kind of like, well, good, good luck with it. That's awesome. She goes, but, you know, here are the trials and tribulations of doing it because she did it with Everett. Right. Right. And it didn't work out so well for her. Right. And uh, as she's talking about it, Jordan says something about moving in. And then he looks at Lindsay and says, case in point, it doesn't always work out. No, he said point in case, oh. which, which is so annoying. This oh. phrase is case in point. Everyone <laughs> else point says case? case in point. I didn't hear point in case. The subtitles confirmed it. He goes point in case. Oh, my God. And I want to be like, if, as if I already didn't like you. Right. Don't misuse a phrase. Now you made me dislike uh, you. Once you have more. bad grammar. Point in case. Right. So, but th- this turns Lindsay onto him, right? This makes Lindsay be like, go fuck yourself. Oh, angry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now she's like, don't. Also, it's none of his business. It's none of Why your business. Bring up ever? But also, like, you don't know me. So she right. starts going off on this. You don't know me. You don't know who you get. Fuck it. And this is like, Lindsay's good. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it turns, turns Lindsay onto Jordan. Um, they go out after dinner. Every, uh, and everybody goes crazy. They have it, um, <laughs> Jordan and Danielle. They go to a bar. Jordan and Danielle make out again. Right. Right. Publicly, he does it. Right. Like, puts on a show. Puts on a show that he, he makes out with her. People see it. That's the one, they, like, you're talking about with their. their oh, right. Their cam- but yeah, it's not I on camera. If, well, it's I on wonder their... if, like, the camera crew wasn't allowed into certain clubs. Maybe. So they compensate by using their, their, their cell, cell phone phones. videos. But I kind of like it. Yeah, that's, that's. Bachelor did it this season, too, where they, like, Colton filmed himself. I kind of like when he makes it more real when you have footage from the person's phone. Right. Like, Instagram stories. Right. Um, Paige and. Carl are flirty, flirty again, yes. but they go into the pantry, but they don't make out. This time oh, it's just being flirty. Out? No, they're just eating lollipops and the producers come in and are like, what are you doing? Oh, I thought they made out again in the pantry. They didn't make out. Next morning. <laughs> oh, so they get back. Jordan and Danielle made out in the 
thing apparently. But then Danielle goes to make out with right, Jordan in, in the, the kitchen, kitchen, and he won't. And he's like not in the house because there's no audience. I feel yeah, nobody's there to see it. Right. So he nobody's there to really want to oh, do it. That's smart. Yeah. yeah. So he says, well, then the Danielle's house. onto that too. She's like, why will you do it publicly but not privately? Right. And she's Strange. like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> right. So she leaves. Right. Right. So then uh, the next morning they wake up. And they go to a vineyard. Yeah, the vineyard is great. Hannah goes to her grandfather's 90th birthday party. Right. Her dad's dad. Her dad's We meet dad. her dad. We meet her grandparents. Yeah, we meet I like grandma. This, I like this Hannah storyline. Yeah, Hannah's a great girl. Her grandma she, is like an old-time movie star almost. Yeah, old-time movie star. They met when they <laughs> Who, were 18. Right. Her, her grandmother calls herself a sex kitten. Yep. She's like, says, I wish I was more like you. Yeah, yeah, basically she's like, I wish I was more like you and slept around. Yeah. She said, the first time I had sex was with your grandfather on my wedding night. Yeah. And we did it every night. Of the week, and now we still do it twice a week. In yeah, eighties, nineties. Yeah, which, um, but she want, but she like has a choker on. <laughs> no, she's, she's cool. like dressed up to the. And names. Hannah's like, now I know where I get it from. Yeah, because she's exactly. a little bit of a. Except fan. Hannah's the opposite because she's such a tomboy. Right, yeah. but it sounds like she gets with a lot right. of guys. Um, we don't see it, but we okay. Hear about so it. also, so now on the way to the to the vineyard. Oh, this is good. Wait, right? there's a lot of things on the way to so, the vineyard. On the way to the vineyard. Hold on. Well, the first thing. Oh, hold on. What's the first thing? Danielle won't sit next to. Jordan. Oh yeah, Danielle won't sit. She next said, to. "Like Dick, don't sit next to." No, me. no, 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 no. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that, she's, she's already mad at him. Well, she doesn't want him near her because of what happened the night in, before in the kitchen. Yeah, right. So she's like, "Don't sit next to me, Dick." Right. So immediately there's tension on the party bus. Right. So then they start talking about their virginity stories. Losing their virginity. Right. Kyle says he lost his as a sophomore in high school. No college. High school. Oh, high school. Yeah, he said he lost his, and then and Amanda goes, "You know the line." Yeah. She's like, yeah, you've yeah, been doing it been. missionary ever since. Right. So there's it's a funny. joke. They all laugh. And then uh, Jordan um, says that he lost his as a freshman in college. Now, but Jordan elaborates. <sighs> elaborates. Jordan, Jordan says Fabricates. that. Fabricates. Right. Good, good one. So he says that he had sex for the first time. He had bunk beds in his college dorm room, had oh sex. Gosh. Then after the sex, the girl decides to go down on him. Ugh. And as she's going down on him, she sticks her tongue in his but and he kicks her in the nose breaks her nose and knocks her off the bed and has to take her to right because he was so startled by what she did Lindsay says that happened in 40 year old virgin she's like i'm pretty sure i heard this story I saw that in a movie and everyone else's reaction shot is disbelief yeah because he's lying he's lying it didn't have to be that story. He, he could have just said, but but that's just a freshman year of college. And yeah, move freshman on. year of college. Even if he, but who knows? Why did Fell he have off to the make bed. up a story about yeah, that? Yeah, he didn't break a girl's nose. Yeah, nobody believes him. No, nobody. nobody. Everybody's and like, what? Now things are not adding up. That story, the text messages. Yeah, um, I already got a bad feeling. Episode one. So I know. by now. Paige, I'm really not feeling it. Paige and Carl are very, very touch and feely at the vineyard. Yes. She actually says something very cute. She's like, this is like a romantic comedy. We're in a vineyard. And he's like carrying her around. I'm very, I ship Carl and uh, Paige, as the kids would say. If you ship people, what like you shipping? want them to be in a relationship. Shipping? Yeah. What so the fuck I is that? Them. What does that mean? the thing the kids say. Where does that come from? Ship, relationship. Uh, so it'd be like. I thought I was thinking Titanic. No, no, no. Like relationship. <laughs> so like I ship Carl and Paige. Oh, okay. That's yeah. stupid. Well, it's the way people talk now. You I don't it. like You it. have to know. I don't like it at all. Ship? Mm-hmm. That sounds like shit. No, I ship them. Hard. I shit on Paige and Carl. No, I ship. No, I also ship them. You I can would... also say team Carl and Paige. Yeah, well, I've, well, I've heard that before. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on their team. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, Danielle wants nothing to do with Jordan. Right. Right. Um, so Carl doesn't like chasing. Oh, so Jordan and Kyle and... 
uh, Carl yeah, they have go car- off and have like a, a little powwow. powwow. Right. And um, oh, uh, is Paige is by there because Paige is still being flirty with Carl. Right. And Jordan and uh, Jordan's like. Lindsay's there too. No, Lindsay wasn't there. Lindsay wasn't there because she didn't hear it. Paige went back and told him. That's when Lindsay got pissed off. I thought Lindsay heard. No, she didn't hear it. Oh. So Carl uh, says something about um, Jordan and Danielle made out right. the night before. And then Jordan's like, ugh, I made out with Danielle. He says it in a very negative way. Yes, I thought for sure Lindsay heard it. Paige hears that and okay. goes back over to where the and girls are. Danielle is there, Lindsay, Hannah. And says to the girls, I just heard Jordan say this. And he said it in a very derogatory, negative way. Right? I, th- I thought and Lindsay told Danielle, but I'm, maybe well, not. All right, just move on. Okay, that. I'm yeah, just curious. Just, no, Lindsay didn't tell. Danielle, okay. Paige it, it said seems it. seems very and Lindsay. Lindsay reacted to it. That's right. why Lindsay she reacted. Like she it. was like, what the fuck? Right. Right? And then Jordan adds to it. And then Jordan adds to it and says, says to the guys, he goes, and then, no, so the guys come on. And this uh, is kind of funny that Carl says this, too, because Carl's like, well, I don't understand what just making out is. If you're going to make out with a girl, you got a finger banger. No, no, no. Well, what he meant was, uh, why only want to make out with a girl? Why not? Usually, if you want to make out with her, you also want to sleep with her. Uh, That's what he was saying. Uh, so he does want to sleep with Paige, just because right. she hasn't let him yet. God. He's, right. So even though he's in the same boat, because okay. Paige is only letting him make out, right. he's saying the end goal shouldn't be just making out, right. which it seems like it is with Jordan. Right. So Jordan so says that he made out with three it. girls that night. doesn't make sense. Okay, to, to be honest, I've made out with three girls in one night. No, no, but it doesn't make college. sense in that scenario. They were they were all together all night. Right, the cameras were there. Right, when did this happen? Right, okay, I see that. And uh, Carl's telling the boys how they they all were like bullshit on Jordan. Right, like, no, I right. Did. And then Carl's telling the boys that he wants to be in a relationship. Like he kind of wants that stuff. Yeah, and he wants a double date with Kyle like, and Amanda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, then Jordan's like, well, what if I get, you know, what if I, what if I was with like another girl and I needed to call Carl in as an assist? Oh, right. And Kyle's like, what, did you just proposition right. Carl? And he's like, oh, I just thought I'd throw it out there. Right, and to the, have guys a are like, the guys are like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was awkward. So now the girls are all really pissed off. At they, Jordan. Right. Um, uh that's how episode four ends. Right. Because then they're all like, Nicole, again, Danielle, I don't know where Nicole came from. Again, Danielle was like, <laughs> jaw to the ground, like, this guy said this about me again? Yeah. So this is strike two, right? Right. Episode five is called... The Grapes of Wrath. Right. Because they're at a vineyard. They start out by calling out Jordan on the makeout session. Right. Right. And well, then, yeah. or, or the Danielle makeout session. Right. And Jordan has the audacity to be like, no, you made out with me. You made out with me. Oh, right. And, and she's he, like, I didn't attack your face. And he's like, I liked it. And she was like, yeah. well, that's not what you just said. Right. You just said you didn't like it. Right. <laughs> and he's like, well, I made out with three girls that night. And everybody's like, what? And she's also like, you wouldn't do it in the kitchen, but you did it publicly at right. the club. So then they all start going after Jordan. Yeah. Just making him a laughing stock. Right? right. Which going back to your thing, you actually have empathy to him because you're like, he's the military brat. Well, at this point, you got to see that he's, I mean, it, it, like, it's just what he does. And he yeah. makes it seem like. So so, Carl pulls him aside, right? right. And Carl's like, God, listen, dude, just shut up. Like, I was this guy last year with the Workers Twins. I, could, I was getting slammed. I couldn't get a word in. Right. I was the bad dude. You know what I did? I shut up. Mm. They slam a cake in my face. I shut up. That's one they of my smash favorite a, They smash a watermelon in my room. I shut up. Right. Oh, yeah, the watermelon I mean? is another great yeah. summer house He's moment. like, just shut up and stop talking. Yeah. So what does Jordan do? He goes back to the table and he says, 
you guys are hurting my feelings. And it's like, right. what? You're becoming the victim now? Right. You're making Everything yourself... you say is a lie. And so all the, girls, all the girls like, the fact that you're not apologizing and saying right. like, sorry, I do this, guys. This is my reasons. I'm, I apologize. I want you guys to like me. He says, you guys are hurting my feelings and making me feel right. bad. So all the girls are like, fuck this. And they get up and walk He turns away. it around on them. Right. Right. He turns it on them. He makes it their fucking thing. Right. Um, he says that everybody's turning me into a laughing stock. Right, mm. and he goes. Yeah, he did it to himself. Right, um, uh, so and Paige and Carl are still flirting at the vineyard. Yeah, and Paige is being such a twenty-five-year-old. Right, right. Because but she's also not sure. But she's Carl. Right, she's like checks you, off all the boxes. Right, but she's like, "Do you like me? Right. Oh, good. Wait, have they gone on their date yet? Back in New York? No, okay. they didn't do that yet. Spoiler. Um, so then they go back to the after the vineyard. They go back to the house, and apparently they're having a party that night. They're having a World Cup party. Oh right! I don't understand how these people go out all day and then go host their own party. Well, who lets them into the house? Who lets these people in when they're not there? Just they get no, home no. and there's a party in full swing. No, no, no. They went home and set up the party. Oh, Remember, Kyle? Kyle's so wasted that he can oh, barely yes. even fucking walk. Right. There's Amanda's so many parties. Off to again. Keep track. Yes. Everybody else went to sleep. Hannah yes. comes back from her fucking grandparents' <laughs> right. house. And, oh right. And poor victim Jordan's kicking a ball by himself in the room. Right. And he's like, it. everybody attacked me. Everybody was just so mean to me. They oh all right. Me. He cries to Hannah because she wasn't there. Right. To see the truth. And Amanda's pissed off. She's really pissed off because Kyle's really drunk. Yes. Um, Is he wearing makeup here? Or that's a different party. That's a different party. Oh my god! Remember Just let me, so let, me let well, me lead. Let me. I'm trying to remember how drunk he was. There's yeah. makeup drunk. No, this is the, this is the fight drunk. This fight is when they drunk. got into their huge fight. Got it. Right. So um, he is. Amanda's pissed off. She took a nap. Kyle wouldn't take a nap. Right. She wakes up. Everybody's dressed as a different country. Right. Kyle and Paige go outside. Or Carl and Paige go outside. Carl is dressed as I don't know Italy or something. He right. Has a bathrobe on, and then um, she's French. And this is where Carl goes, I feel like there's something there with you and me. Right. And Paige is like, yeah, we have a very flirtatious relationship. Right. So she leaves it there. Well, he's like, is there a connection? Yeah, he's like, I feel a connection. And she doesn't say like, yes, there's a connection. She goes, we're very flirty together. Why do you think that is? Because she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to, she's like, I I think it's nice that this guy likes me Mm -hmm. and says that like he misses my makeout sessions. She's right. like, but I'm oh, yeah. very. What did he say? I anticipate. He goes, I, he goes, I, I like, I'm, I'm craving. I'm craving a makeout with you. With yeah. You. Yeah. And she's like, that's nice to hear from somebody like yes, that. She goes, right. but I am very particular about getting in a relationship with yeah. somebody. And he has his self confidence too. He says at one point, like, a guy like me is flirting with you, usually a girl, yeah. is more excited about it. Yeah. Uh, she says, there's very intense flirtation. Um, Kyle and Amanda, on the other hand, are having other than flirtation. Right. They are full-on fighting now. Kyle's wasted. Amanda's pissed. And Kyle goes, why are you always pissed at me? Why can't I just have fun? Why can't I just be fun, Kyle? You're not being fun, Amanda, which he did before in previous seasons. And she's like, because you cheated on me and when you get hammered, I can't trust you. And he goes, you always going to fucking punish me for cheating on you? And she's like, yes. Yeah, it comes to a head. Right. It finally comes to a head. Lindsay hears it. Amanda runs out of the room. Kyle's fucking upset. Lindsay goes in and talks to Kyle and is like, finally, they have a conversation about it because it was always never talked about. Well, that's the thing. Lindsay's actually better friends with Kyle. That's what's interesting. Right. Over Amanda. Right. Of course. But. But they never talked about it because Kyle doesn't want to talk about it. Kyle would rather just just push it aside. Right. Right. And um, uh, Kyle. So Kyle finally confines it in in Lindsay. Lindsay's like, I'll be here for you, but you have to be nice to her. You have to do things. You can't yell or you can't be wasted. You have to like be good Kyle for a little Mm -hmm. bit, you know? And he, she, he's like, you're right. 
Amanda goes downstairs and talks to Paige, and it's a completely different conversation because Paige is like, why are you with somebody that cheated on you? And Amanda's yeah. like, I used to be fun. I used to have my own life. I would be okay not being with him. Wow. Right? So that's a yeah. big turn right there. Right. They went from talking about moving in together to now she has doubts. Right. right. Good stuff. It's yeah. good TV. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, they all go out again after yeah. the party. Right? They come back. I mean, they're always out. Paige and Carl make out again. Right. Um, pantry or no pantry? This is the pantry. Uh, but this time they come out giggling. They're the only, oh, this is hot tub. This hot is hot tub. tub. Yes. They come out and they make a little, no, this is pantry. pantry. And then they come back out and they make a little pretend date. This is yeah, that was very cute. Like, pleasure doing business with you. I'll see you back in New York. And they, they set up a date. Yeah. Which we haven't really seen much right. dates back in New York. Right. Usually it all is pretty much. Well, Stephen, we saw, but like. No, no, no. But I mean, like, it's usually all pretty much reserved for the summer house. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. So then uh, Jordan wakes up the next morning. What does he go to? The sermon. God. Mm. Goes straight to God. Nobody likes me, but God likes me. It'll be fine. You know what? Hmm. Maybe I should be nice to these people. On second thought, you know what I'll do? I'll pretend to be nice to them. I'll, append, I'll pretend to apologize just because that's what they want to hear. Right. So I will uh, apologize to Lindsay. And in sales, we call this taking one for the team. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not sincere. Nothing it's he does not, is sincere. It's not sincere. Right. So he like tells the camera, I'm going to go apologize her because she wants to be apologized to. And I'm just going to placate her pretty much. Uh, so he goes and pretends apologizes to Lindsay. Mm. Um, Kyle wakes up with, with remorse for yeah, the way he acted. Of course. So he's like tells Amanda, let's go get brunch by ourselves. Uh, Carl makes Paige breakfast. Right. And like they have a little pretend date. That was cute. And Paige is like flirty, but you know, Hannah, we, Hannah goes and plays tennis with Jordan. Right. And Hannah actually says to Jordan, this isn't going to end well. Right. Because I think Hannah knows how Paige plays. Mm. Paige is coming off as this like saint girl who's cute and just wants it. But I think Paige leads people on a lot. Well, Carl, because she likes it. The more he can't have her, the more he wants her. Right. It's a chase game. Totally. Right? Okay. So that's the end of episode five. Okay. All right. Episode six, an hour and a half later, we're actually there, people. Okay. Episode six is uh, swimming uphill. Yes. Um, Hannah has issues with Lindsay calling her not girly enough. Well, that has been a running thing. And it finally like, came to a head. They go to breakfast or lunch, right? Right. And she says, like, you look, you're dressed girly today. And she's like, what do you mean? She's like, you're in a skirt. And then she keeps going. She's like, you actually look put together. And Hannah's fine. And also... Was Hannah's dad in this episode at the beginning? Uh, yeah, and she yeah. says, we're going to make you girlier to in front of the dad. Yeah. It's too much. Like, I think it might be coming from a good place, but it's also pretty Right, because the, the beginning of this episode starts with um, Hannah's dad picks her up. And they, and to they go, go back home. to the and city. Then they go oh, to everyone back to, goes back to the city. Everyone goes back to the city. Okay. And then uh, that's when Carl and Paige have their date. That I liked. Right. They did a, had a date. He ordered he, pancakes for her. He ordered her pancakes because he knows that she likes it. And she shows up in the pancakes him, and she's very impressed. It's right. very sweet. But she also says like... Carl 3.0 might be his best version. Right. But she's making him work for it. And she says, she guys always like a chase. And he right. goes, is that what you're making me do? And she's like... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Well, you're on a date with her in New York. So right. yeah. Right. 
Um, it looks good. It looks like they're having a good one. Lindsay goes to therapy while they're back in New York. How do these therapy sessions work that they can be filmed for a Bravo TV show? They sign off on it. If Lindsay says it's okay, then it's I fine. Know, but the therapist wants that on TV. Jax, why not? They're probably going to get a shit ton of people. Jax and Brittany yeah. are in therapy. They're, they're, Jax had the same therapist for a shit ton of years on, right. on Vanderpump. Right. And that person probably gets a lot of clients yeah, because of you're it. You're right. You know I just I mean? always find it a little odd when you're watching a therapy session. I don't care. It's reality TV. <laughs> you love I it. I love it. I love it. You love it. But Lindsay kind of admits that she's crazy. She works too hard. There's no stopping. She and she's still, she's still in love with Everett. Right. Right. Um, Carl does another summer Friday because he's allowed to come up to the Hamptons again on a Friday. Right. Right. Uh, oh, that's Paige what makes a comment in the car on the way up, like to Hannah, because Hannah's talking about how she bones people <laughs> and all when she's home all the time and just going to the guy she dates. She goes, you got to find a thing like George, like Carl and I, where it's like, we get it, but like do your own thing. And right. I think that stings Carl a little bit. Right. Paige makes that comment. And Carl's in the car. You yeah. need something like Carl and Paige. And when they get where you can still do your own thing. And he's kind of like, I'm not yeah, doing he's that. Like, all right. He's like, I'll meet you in the pantry. You yeah. know? Oh, right. They get up there one. and uh, right away, Amanda and Lindsay or Hannah start talking to Paige about, did you go to lunch with Carl? Right. And she's like, yeah. And they're like, so how was it? She's like, it was good. It was nice. You know, it was like two friends getting lunch. And, and Lindsay's and like, like two friends. Two friends, right. Lunch? She doesn't want Carl to get hurt. Right. Lindsay uh, definitely feels an ownership over Carl because of how many years they've been living in the same summer. Right. House. So then they all go to dinner. Right. Right. Or lunch. Dinner. It seemed like daytime, didn't it? Two friends getting... Uh, no, it was Friday night. They all got there on a Friday night. Oh, did we skip the one... Which one? With the Hannah wearing the skirt? That no, hasn't that, happened that's, that's at a dinner. They Maybe. go... It's at dinner, and Lindsay goes, calls out Hannah for wearing a skirt. Oh, okay. I thought and it was she light goes, out. She look very feminine. She goes, right, what, right. Makes, what makes it feminine? And she's like, well, yeah. first of all, you're wearing a skirt. And she's like, what? Yeah. How was that fucking... You're se- you sound sexist. Right. Just because I'm she wearing a skirt? She didn't say that to her. She no, she said to the camera. Right. She said to the camera. Right. This is also where Carl orders a Moscow Mule, which... I think he learned from me at the nice guy. Okay, we'll just we'll just give that. <laughs> and then one Paige too. also orders in Moscow Mule. It became a trend, right? This season, um, Danielle was at a Taylor Swift concert, right? So she's not there. So this is a perfect opportunity for them to ask Jordan about Danielle. What really happened? That worked out well. And Jordan says, "All right, maybe I didn't make out with three people. Maybe I just I pecked one, but I definitely kissed two. <laughs> and then he looks at the cam- like in the camera in the in the testimonials. He goes, he goes, I just I'm just telling him what they want to hear at this point. Which I really don't even, did. I really did kiss three people. And I don't I'm know. Like, I don't know, man. I just don't know what to believe um, anymore. Carl comes out and says he is fired. Lost his job. He's fired. As he didn't an, make his quota for like two weeks in a row. He knew it was probably going to happen. Right. He lost his job as an e-commerce salesman. Right. Um, Kyle and Amanda. Uh, oh no. So then Lindsay decides like she's getting a little concerned about Carl. And right. thinks that he's going to turn this fact that now he doesn't have a job into going even harder and falling even harder and yes. putting all of his attention towards Paige. To take his mind off the job. Right. Um, and she, then if she Paige might focus too much on Paige. And if Paige doesn't like him back. Then it's going to be a huge Devastating. Thing. Right. right. I like that she's looking out for him. Um, Lindsay and Hannah. Lindsay approaches Hannah about. Or, or, so they go home. Next day, Lindsay or Hannah approaches Lindsay about the feminine. She thing. confronts her and she's like, you keep making comments. Right. And that's where we find out again that we forgot about before that like Lindsay says, you remind me of me when I was a kid. I don't she mean to was do a tomboy. That. She was in the ROTC. She was a tomboy. She played all the sports. Right. And she felt like she had a different identity and she just wants to like kind of guide Hannah, even though Lindsay's only 31. Nobody should be guiding anybody at 31. 31 or 33? 31. Wow. She's still so young. Yeah. Um, then Hannah decides that she has a St. Bart's party, or she has a St. Bart's party, which is like a huge party up in the Hamptons that she's going to throw. 
She wants uh, Paige to go with her because her and Paige have never really hung out before. Right, and she has one of her clients doing the food. She has one of her clients doing the food. from the city. Right. And so her and Paige go. Everybody else stays at the well, house. Well, she wants a long drunk. time with Paige to talk about Carl. Right. Right. So but she, Hannah makes a face like, why am I not invited? Right. So Paige and, and, and her go to this thing. They do a little like smoozing with the client and all that stuff. And then they sit right. down and talk. And, and what does Paige say? Wait, about Carl? About Carl. Um, I don't know. You she says me. that she's dating a lot of people. Oh, well, and she's she says that she's like, you know, she's be very particular about who she dates. She's like, I'm, I, I like Carl. I'm having, you know, fun with him. Oh, and everything. that she's very picky. Yeah. And she, she's like, but I'm very picky and I'm not going to, you know, I'm 25. I have a lot of life to live. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? She's like, but I see myself being married in third by 30 and having a baby. And Lindsay's like, well, you know, things change as you get older. Blah, yeah. blah. We'll check like, in with her summer house season eight. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, Everybody has her opinion about Paige and Carl. Nobody thinks it's going to end well. Yeah. Everybody, nobody's like, this is great. Oh, it's a new couple. Nobody thinks it's going I to end well. I think it'll end well. You do? I think I'm the only one. Yeah, I think they're cute together. Okay. Um, Everyone else is Paige jealous. Is, but Paige isn't sure of Carl's marriage material is what it basically comes down to. Does she really have to, to worry about that at 25? Uh, well, she, that's what she's saying. She has her plan, remember? She I has know, like her plan. But... So um, uh, they go to the, this swanky St. Bart's uh, party in the Hamptons. Right. The girls go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Amanda finally gets drunk. Kyle plays a good boyfriend, carries her purse around, oh, doesn't right. get that drunk. Right. But just fun enough drunk where Amanda can let loose. Amanda is very wing woman, this one. She's going out right. and helping everybody find somebody else. Lindsay yeah. meets a boy that she already met and had his name in the phone, which right. we've all done. She looked and it was like they texted in 2014 right. and never again. So then they're going out on a date. Right. And then Carl and Paige are still kind of flirty. Although Paige says something like, let's go husband hunting. Yeah. And, and no, takes all the girls. Yeah, exactly. Because Paige is still like playing the field. But then yeah. like Carl's like, wait, what's going on here? And she's like, do you not know if I like you or not? And he says, no. I know. And she goes, good. I like to keep the mystery. Right. We've never really seen him like this. Right. Having to chase right. so hard. And uh, they go back to the house. Right. They're all talking. The girls kind of corner page again about it, and she he goes she goes we'll see yeah literally we'll see. Meanwhile, Carl is telling Kyle that he wants to start doing double dates. He's very drunk, but yes, double dates with Kyle and Amanda, and that he thinks he's might have found somebody that he wants to be. Yeah, with. and Paige is very the end of the literal end of the episode is her going literally we'll see. What a great cliffhanger! And earlier in the episode, he you know when they sat down for that dinner lunch scenario mm. they actually sat at like the end of the table where it was kyle and amanda sitting across from carl and page and that's where carl made a comment like look it's like we're on a double date so it seems like he really doesn't want that yeah so that's where we end that's where we are and the scenes for the next episodes are christmas in july christmas in july which looks fun so that's season so that's episode six brett i'm gonna have you back for the finale. For after the finale, after the reunion, we can right. kind of catch up on where we are. We'll get Carl on the phone. We'll get Carl on the We'll do a Carl call. We'll yeah. do a Lindsay call maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah, we'll get them all, get their opinions on like how I want things you to, went. I want you to keep your questions, you know, keep track of all your questions for them. Yes, if you guys have any questions that you want to you want answered, do you have anything that you want Carl or Lindsay to know? <laughs> We're going to have a DM me. Yeah. Um Remember now, guys, if you enjoyed this show, please subscribe. We are available on your favorite directories such as iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. You can find us at Believe.com and Believe at Believe Podcasts. Mm-hmm. If you like the show, please rate it on iTunes. And you guys can follow me at, at Forever's Evers, E-V-E-R-S-E-V-O-R-S. Mm-hmm. Every week I'm going to let you know, um, you know, 
if we have, if you have any questions or comments or anything like that, you can always DM me and then every week I'll try to get to them and, uh, make sure that when you're DMing me that you're saying <laughs> questions for podcast. Okay. So you can sort. <laughs> so I can all. know. Yeah. Who's, who's, yeah. who's having the questions. Which, by the way, we're both on the believe podcast. Network we are now. both on the believe podcast network. My before podcast. we go, why don't you say about what your, what your podcast, podcast is? is. It's called on the list. I've been doing it for a long time. It's kind of like my version of the inside, the actor studio. Um, but you know, I just joined the Believe Podcast Network about five or six episodes ago. So, and now you're on there too. I'm on there too. We're, so we're podcasts. It's taking off. We're believing in each other. Yeah, totally. B L E A V. Well, Brett, I wanted to thank you for taking the last hour and 45 <laughs> minutes out of your time to I sit feel down like I've and been talk here to all me. day. I know. <laughs> <laughs> How trippy. Um, I really do appreciate it. And guys, just remember reality TV, it's realer than real. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.